Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Listeners, welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Budge, and I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators, Dot and Dej. Gents, how are we doing, man? I'm good, Budge, man. How are you? Do you know what? I always say every single week that I'm looking forward to the podcast, right? And so I feel like it, it, it becomes, it's, it's become a bit cliche, but honestly <laughs> speaking, I, I, like this episode was one that I was literally itching for. Like I could not wait to get on this week, honestly. <laughs> and I made I made sure everyone knew about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? All my yeah. family, my friends, I was like, this week, this week, make sure you tune in to this week's episode, man. We've got something for you guys. You yeah, know? man, it's like Christmas has come early, man. Yeah. It's a new setup. I'm, I'm happy. When I was unwrapping the presents, I was like, damn, man, yeah, this is man. Christmas, man. And it's just, yeah, I'm delighted. How are you, Dej? Yeah, I'm over the moon. I mean, as you guys have said, new setup, you know, new surroundings, and it's, it's good to... Good to be here. Mm. And also, I just want to shout out to um, Jeff and um, Asher as well for mm. helping us set this up because yeah, yeah, yeah. this, is, like, this is incredible. So our, our channel's been growing a lot. So yeah. we've got to keep with the times and keep growing as well and, and keep providing our listeners with the best, you know, content possible. Mm. I bet you any money Budge is going to now plug the Twitter. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Shamelessly. Always and forever. If you're not following, I have no idea what you're doing. Honestly. The only people I excused are maybe the people that are listening to the podcast episode for the first time. But if you have been following our journey and you're still not yet following us, I don't know what you're doing. Make sure you follow our Twitter handle. It's at podcast underscore TBG. Keep up with the engagement. Continue to uh, engage with our tweets. Continue to respond. Use our, our hashtags, uh, TBGpod. And all the rest of it, man. Let's let's continue, as I always say, to, to grow the podcast in a way, you know, that's that's gonna help us really see things move forward in, 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 in the next couple of weeks and in the near future, man. So as as uh, we always try to do, there's always something different that we're trying to bring. 
So we're going to trial something different this week. I know usually we just go right ahead and, and, and start with the discussion. What I want to do is just give you listeners a bit of an idea of the itinerary and what we're going to be going through, uh, just to give you a bit of a heads up. So we're going to start off um, the discussion with the richest game in football, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to preview the uh, championship um, playoff final yep. between Villa and Derby tomorrow. Um, we're then going to go into uh, a preview of the Europa League final, then um, the uh, Champions League final. Then we're going to have a bit of a discussion about the Chelsea job um, and what's going to happen and, and come next. Um, we also have a very, very special guest. Um, <laughs> now, now, this special guest who's, who's joining us here today in the studio... Uh, rumor has it he's the rogue agent that's been in, <laughs> in the, uh, the under yeah, the under the table payments happening yeah. currently over at over at City. You know, um, we saw we 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 saw uh, Pep uh, lose his rag the other day in a in a press conference when he was asked a few uh, leading questions. So so without further ado, guys, we welcome Micah Filimo onto the podcast, man. So so we're going to have a little segment um, where he's going to let us know a bit about what he does in the game of football, um, which will be very, very interesting. Um, we're then going to go into uh, a, a Twitter poll, which we had uh, earlier this week, which was honestly it was very, very yeah. interesting. That I don't, that I don't even want to go into too much that huh? yet. What, but, um, what poll was that? This was the poll between Lucas Mora and Wilfred Zaha. Who's the oh, it was you. Was it was you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so that's yeah. where it came from. Yeah. 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 Oh. Did you vote? So, so, I voted. Yeah. Oh. Okay, don't let us know who you voted. We're going to get into that. I just want to say that accrued over 850 votes. That's when that wildfire, man. Honestly, that was... I was just like, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from, man? I was getting stick all day. They were saying, oh, you're an idiot. You people that do step over. It was, it was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it accrued a lot of engagement. Yeah, it so that, did. That's it did. good anyway. That's so, it. Yeah. All, all engagement is welcome, man. So we're going we're gonna to discuss that. And then we are going to go into some listeners' questions. I believe a few people tweeted us and asked us, uh, asked us to um, basically cover certain things. So we're going to make sure we, we respond to a few of those questions, man. Um, cool. So let's get the party started. Let's start off. Uh, Villa versus Derby tomorrow. Um, how do you guys see the game panning out? Who wants to take yeah, lead the, with this one? The biggest single one-off game, mm. you know, the richest. I mean, it's a game for all of the marbles yeah. to get promoted to the Premier League. On one hand, we've got Aston Villa, Dean Smith, mm. a Villa boy, Birmingham born and bred, leading his side. He's done a tremendous job at Brentford. Then on the other hand, we've got the young upstart, Frank Lampard. Yeah. His first job in managerial football. And who have we got in the opposite dugout? John Terry. These are two guys that have shared some special yeah, memories yeah. together, you know, on the football pitch. Um, Paul. It's poetry, honestly, isn't it? It's like you couldn't have written a better script, mm, you definitely. know? Definitely. Big, big game. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa, they fell at this hurdle last year yeah. when they lost to Fulham. Mm -hmm. So they've got that experience stepping on to that hallow turf at Wembley, you know, and coming up short. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Derby, the young, fearless side. You know, Frank Lampard's taken advantage of the low market, mm. loaning Harry Wilson. What, do you, what do you think of that, Edge? What do I think of the... Uh, taking a seeking an advantage. Do you think it's cheating or...? I don't think it's cheating because they're not actually breaking any rules. They're not breaking mm. rules. It doesn't so. mean because they're not breaking rules, something may not be morally correct, don't you think? 
of course. How is it no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying that's that's the argument people mm. make that they're nabbing all the top players from young from teams mm-hmm. and, and playing them and mm. because they've got the you know they've got the connections like Derby have connections Lampard has got connections so they can get all these players whereas other people in the championship don't have the budget to get those players they don't have the budget or they don't have the connection they don't have the connection and that, that's basically it's, it's the same similar story to what they were saying with Wolves, Wolves about and, the way they're exploiting this market what other teams can't do is that cheating I'm not saying and that before is, that it was mm. Watford as well I remember yeah. you know the Pozo owners they yep, yep, yep. clubs in Italy as well so they actually put a restriction on it so I think they restricted oh, it because they got Vidra stuff like that so um, I think they're doing what they're doing you can argue that their three best players are not yeah, and through the spine of the team. Mount Tamori. Yeah. And that's through the spine of the team. Mm. You take them out of that team, are Derby going to be in the cha- championship? They're going to be final. a weaker yeah, team yeah, for yeah, sure. But if I'm just going to dissect the game, I mean, over the two, you know, regular games, it was a 7-0 Seven aggregate yeah. scoreline mm-hmm. in Aston Villa's favour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tammy Abraham got on the score sheet in both games. Um, is that going to bear anything tomorrow? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. One-off game. For all of the marbles, as I said, yeah, you know, it's a uh, form a, goes out the window yeah, in these games. Was, I think Derby are going to do it. I thought uh, they just for three one. To be fair, I would be surprised if they win it. I, I think Aston Villa are going to win. I think it, it, if you said at the start of the season that Derby will go Premier League, I think everyone would have said absolutely no chance. Mm-hmm. But I think I've watched Derby a few times, and the football they play under Frank Lampard is really, really impressive. Especially mm-hmm. early on in the season, yeah. we saw them in cup competitions mm-hmm. against Chelsea, Man United. They play some good stuff. They kind of why I'm giving them the edge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I ex- I've seen I them just, rise mm-hmm. to the occasion quite a bit in just one, one game yeah. situation so mm-hmm. I kind of feel, and they've got the players there like you said they've got them on loan but they've got nothing to lose <laughs> of course and nothing to lose I feel like for the, Villa have more to lose and the reason yes, why I think been Dar- there before and, failed. and the reason mm-hmm. why I think Derby are going to win that game is because they beat Leeds I don't think anyone backed them to beat Leeds over two games and to get through that challenge they're going to go on to win it mm, but I think Leeds are a team that notoriously, you know, fall short. And Aston Villa, I believe, the experience is going to bear fruit. They're on a good run. They went like 10 games winning. Mm. You know, they, they drew at Leeds, I think, to end that run. So, um, I believe Aston Villa are going to go up. I think Tammy Abraham and um, Jack Grealish, mm-hmm. they're going to be dovetailing off each mm-hmm. other. And they're going to be linking up. They've got Conor Hurahan as well. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I think Aston Villa are going to do it. And... I like them as a football club. They're one of the uh, cornerstones of mm-hmm. the Premier League, mm-hmm. Villa Park. Yeah, it's one of those like teams that you just know should be in the Premier League. Yes, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, it's strange because yes. I like both teams. But what I would say, Frank Lampard is taking to management like a duck to water. He's done a terrific job. And yeah, he deserves to be in the Premier League, in my opinion. Also, you know, Dean Smith as well. He's like yeah, a manager that fits the profile. That course, if, he he doesn't get everything, prom- yeah. if he doesn't get promoted with a team, he's probably not going to get offered the job. Yeah. So I believe this is a good opportunity for him. It's similar to, you know, the Sheffield United manager, Chris Wilder as well. Okay. So I, I think Aston Villa are going to do it. There's so much on the line. Mm. You know, there's passion within that team and there's quality. I mean, Tammy Abraham, he's proven at that level. Do you think he'll get a chance at Chelsea? Never. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Before, before you guys answer that, this is actually, uh, and, and thanks for that, Dot, because this was basically going to be the next question that I, that I was going to pose to you guys. Mm. So what I want to understand is, in terms of, and not even necessarily just this game tomorrow, but in general, the whole season, if you look at those two teams in particular, it's like they're littered with, with burgeoning young talent. So is, is, is the game tomorrow like an advertisement for a lot of these players 
And to follow up from that mm. is like, it, and, and the point that I'm trying to get at is, could teams in the Premier League be looking at that game and be saying, okay, you know, one team is is is, is going to be promoted. Maybe I'll have a look at some of the some of the the players on the the, the losing team, for example. Mm. And and you know mm. maybe, maybe if there if there is some interesting young talent there, it could be a, a you know a, I think something can, that we want to uh, explore. I think it can aid. I don't think it should be the determining factor. Yeah. Because that would be lazy scouting. Yeah. They've been tracking these players for months, and mm. Harry Wilson's been linked with a move to a Premier League club. But that will obviously enhance their case if they mm. deliver a standard performance. And because and the reason why I ask this is because. I, I feel and I, I could be wrong here, but I feel like in in seasons past there's there's been there's not been so much investment from the top clubs in the Premier League with uh, players from from lower leagues, yeah. or especially not from when I say the, the like the, the your your Liverpool's, your Chelsea's, mm. your your Cities, your Arsenal's, your your Uniteds and that kind of thing, like. You know, but but now, like like you said, you know, top teams are looking at someone like Harry Wilson. Mm-hmm. You, 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 are we seeing a bit of a change now? Where when you say people, top teams, are you talking Premier League teams? Yeah, Premier League teams. Premier yeah. League. So I think, I is, is it like more been a market is, is, that, that Premier League teams have always tried to exploit? The I always feel because I feel like it's always like teams that are in a like the the, the bottom tier of the Premier League that mm. would look at top signings yes. from the Championship, but it's like more. Of the of the, the the teams that are higher up the table are looking at so some of these when you say now. that would you say now or in the last one or two years yeah Madison recent, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this is yeah. what I mean yeah more David more recently Brooke. yeah mm-hmm. is it is it because I, I don't know I think I the, think the, the, the conveyor belt that we have in English football there's so many young talents coming through yeah. at all levels so I think the increase in that has ultimately culminated in more players coming from the Championship yeah, coming yeah. into the Premier League yeah, I feel I, like I the so. interest has always been there but the scouting. The teams that how you scout and look at these players, you have to be like really sure about the yeah. player that you're getting. You can't because you're saying it now. Spurs went and got Deli Ali, yeah. yes. and he yeah. came yeah. in. So and, and yeah. I feel there was a lot of it's not like a name that was just thrown in a hat, and they just said they looked at him, saw what he was doing. Pochettino, you know, came in and said, "Okay, cool. There's a lot I can do with this player." Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't work because I'm not. I don't like to say like a championship player is always a championship player, but when you play in the championship, you have different games where you can showcase what you're able to do. Like yeah. a lot of the Derby, Derby players, when they played United, played in the cup run, those are big stages where you can see, yeah. okay, this player can actually Show stick them. out to that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them, you allow them to come through with their team. If they re- replicate it in the le- in the higher level, you can yeah. say, okay, I can see something. Like when Sessignon came through mm-hmm. for Fulham yeah, now, yeah. you know... Yeah, what I saw in the championship, I was like, oh my gosh, this could be like built Same. all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. to the Premier League, but not looking yeah. like it's, yeah. it's it's looking kind of it's. Do you it's think it's because of the environment down. that he was put in? Though he got three managers, he had three managers for a season for an eighteen-year-old. That's tough to take. You lose your manager that had ultimate faith in you. Someone comes in, doesn't really fancy you. And the you. team was struggling yeah. as well, let's be honest. Mm. The manager kept chopping and changing. Sometimes it just yeah, it's a tough environment for a youngster and. He was flustered, let's be honest, but there's rumors. a young boy, really young. There's yeah. rumours saying that he might be going to Spurs, but that's a different debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, okay. So, so to, to just to wrap up on that segment then, what do you guys feel will, the, the score will be? And ultimately, who will you, who do you feel will be promoted? Um, <laughs> Bro, I don't sit on the fence. <laughs> I think it's going to be 1-1 after 90 minutes. And okay. I think 
Derby are going to take it 2-1 in extra time. So, yeah. Okay. I, I hope he's not going to penalties. I can't do that. Not again. Um, but Derby 3-1. have a good feeling that Mason Mount is going to be... Deliver. Deliver a very, like... <laughs> A very, he's twenty, isn't he? Yeah, yeah a, a, very a, a, a virtuoso. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I feel. You know, that's a, that's how I don't know why I feel that. I can't yeah, really, yeah. I can't really because you you think about what Villa has done yeah. in a regu- in a regular yeah, season yeah, in relation to them, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've just seen Derby <laughs> some games where I'm just like, there's something about this team yeah, that I just yeah, feel yeah, yeah. they're gonna, they might, you know, Villa might do it, but. Either team would be a good representative. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. So. Okay, yeah. and, and finally you... I think Villa are going to keep their record of not conceding against... Um, or not allowing Derby <laughs> to score against them this season. So I'm going for a 2-0. I'm going for Tammy Abraham to score. And maybe Jack Grealish as well to score. So 2-0. Jack the lad. Yeah. And when that step extra, giving you goal scorers as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> nice, I think nice. Harry Wilson will get one. Yeah? Yeah, but that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right, let's move on now. Um, so let's preview the Europa League final. This is certainly one that I am going to be watching from the edge of my seat because I know that <laughs> the whole season yeah. of Arsenal is pinned down to this one game. <clears throat> and it's crazy to think that, you know, that that, that is the case. Um, some good news, for, certainly for, for, for Arsenal fans, is that um, I think... Um, Kante's been ruled out of the game yeah. of injury, mm. um, so he's he's not going to be he's not going to be playing. And of course, they also uh, have um, Loftus Cheek out. Uh, Rudiger as well. Rudiger, Rudiger's yeah, also out. So those are true. those are three. Well, I, I'm going to say two key mm. players before Dot chops my head off. About <laughs> who's, the t- who's the two key players? Uh, Rudiger and um, and Kante. No, yeah, you, yeah, you, nah, yeah, just one key so. player. No, no, no. Kante. Rudiger, towards the end of the season, was poor. Perspective to what Chelsea have, yeah, he's yeah. one of their better players. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah. putting them along so, the best in the Premier League, but he, according to Chelsea, he's a top player for them. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, those are certainly... that that That's that's music to my ears, knowing that, um, yeah. you know, those those, those players aren't going to feature. Yeah, but feature. you're missing Mickey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I know we laugh, but I think... It's that's, not. It's not really funny, is it? Yeah, yeah I think that's a debate that uh, we, yeah. we should, you know, because I think it's it's really poor. Yeah, 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 politics. Yeah. You know, football yeah. are being mixed together. I yeah, mean, I, I I laugh because he wouldn't have started for me. Fact, anyway. the, but um, the, why they're making noise? He probably wouldn't have played. <laughs> he, he probably he would, he certainly wouldn't have started. It might. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's, the, the, it's, it's the principle. You can't yeah, say that he wouldn't. If that was Eden Hazard, for example, there would be an outrage. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It be it's, true, yeah, it's true, it's true. Okay, be cool so we're, we're going to cover that, right? First and foremost, let's preview the actual game. What I want to ask you guys is, um, what do you guys feel the starting 11s will be for both teams? That's uh, too tough to call. Yeah. No, that's you, de- you think so? You think so? I can do Chelsea's one. Okay, um, go, go. Sorry, doesn't change. Doesn't change. If you've watched him from Napoli. Starting eleven picks itself yeah but I just feel um, Kovacic will play with Georgina and Barkley will play okay um, Hazard I think Giroud Pedro starts. Giroud mm. yeah. I was going to say William but no I've seen a lot of what Pedro and Giroud has done with Hazard this season mm-hmm. going to have I don't know if he's fit or not and probably have Emerson mm-hmm. Christensen um, and who's the other one Luis Luis yeah yeah and then, as, 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 as a, 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 a <laughs> Kepa in okay. goal. I think it's a pretty 
standard. Oh, do, you, do you guys standard. both agree with my yeah, point? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it'll be pretty much. Similar there to might that, be maybe one or two, two alterations, but generally, I believe okay. that'll be. So you guys feel that the, what, the, the, the one that's difficult to call is Arsenal starting eleven then? Yes, Lacazette. Really? I think Lacazette and Aubameyang would play together. Okay. Um, you think he's going to start them both? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's been your go-to factor throughout the whole tournament. Yes. And the last leg, they came up you know, uh, flying. I 100% believe that Aubameyang starts on the bench. You think no, so? The, oh, wow, the, the, really? the form that he's on. Yeah, especially yeah, in the most recent game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if he doesn't... If, if Emre loses that game with Aubameyang starting on the bench, there's going to be an inquest. Serious ramifications. Serious, serious <laughs> inquest. So yeah. he knows, like, play your tools. Mm. This is a final. Put your tools. I know he's a pragmatic manager, but he's going to put his tools on that pitch it's, to win that game. It's easier to play Aubameyang and Lacazette when you're not chasing against Valencia. Of course, Valencia had to come out and play Arsenal. When you're going to have to break down, it's possible that Aubameyang could be rendered not not void in that game. I'm serious because he's not going to play. He's not going to play. No, no, you're you're right. You're right. If he plays him on the flank, yeah, I don't. I'm not going to. Not like he's not a good player, but I just the formation and how Chelsea play, always hugging the ball. He can probably like. I would prefer to bring him on mm-hmm. where he can cause that. You know, if you're stretching you know, or if you're chasing, yeah. that you have that option because if you start him and you look to your bench, mm, I mean, no I, I heard about Welbeck. I'm not too sure. Well, he he travelled. He travelled. Okay, well, yeah, I heard about, I heard about yeah. Welbeck. I'm not too sure if, if he's going to be starting. I, I doubt. Him. He hasn't had any match fitness, so I doubt mm. he will play. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I think it pretty much picks itself. Torreira will play. Shaka yeah. will play. Yeah. Um, Does Ozil play? Does Ozil start? He, he won't play. No. Start. No, Ozil. So no, what do you see? Four four two. Yeah, I believe so. He wouldn't. He's not going to start Ozil. Um, so no, no. Oh, let, let me hear your eleven. Yeah, yeah, I need to hear your eleven yeah, because yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to hear your eleven. Then so it's either Ozil starts, starts and Lacazette or Aubameyang. And Aubameyang and Lacazette they pick themselves. Leno in goal, right back. Um, Ainsley Maitland now. Okay. Centre back Mustafi. Mustafi. And Socrates. Okay. But Kashani travelled and so did Monreal as well. He might do front yeah. the back. That's the thing with, yeah. uh, and that's the interesting thing about this debate with Emery. It's really, really yeah, hard to predict what he's going to do. Whereas Sarri's eleven picks itself. Free at the back with a wing back. Kalasanac will start as a wing back. Yeah. So like, yeah, he's, he's probably going to play free at the back. Yeah. And who's the other on the right back? Against Hazard. You say that in theory, it doesn't make sense, but games don't work like that. Of course. You think, oh, this really... player's going to get pammed, this player's going to get packed in. But it doesn't... as well, so he doesn't yeah, stay yeah, in the fix. Yeah. Sarri gives him the freedom to do what he wants. So, um, well, just to, you know, digress a little bit, let's just go into the game. I feel it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. I feel Arsenal... Wait, wait, hold on, let me, let me have one more question. <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. So, there's no Mkhitaryan. Cool, so you're saying that Ozil's going to be on the bench. That's what you think. Right? Yes, I think he's gonna pack that midfield. And who else? Who else is available on the bench apart from Özil? If you put Özil on the bench, um, I know Ramsey. Well, you did Wobi. Yeah, Wobi. I think in these games he likes a Wobi. I think a Wobi will probably play. So I don't know. Wobi, I don't so know. So it will be Lacazette or Bamiyan. Yeah, and then he's gonna have that midfield maybe yeah. like a Shaka. Because let's Carrera. be honest, Arsenal's team's average. Aubameyang and Lacazette, they're your get-out-of-jail cards. I think the, the, the teams are equally matched. There's not much in it. It's mm. really nip and tuck when you look at both teams. But let's digress a little bit to go into the game. I think it's going to be a, a keenly contested match. I think mm-hmm. both teams are both beautifully poised in terms of their setup. So mm-hmm. both setups will, will match, will marry together well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think where the game's going to be won is, is, the, is the attackers. If Hazard turns yeah. up, he can decide the game. As Dej likes to say, he decides his own destiny. Mm-hmm. If Obama Young and Lacazette turn up, they're going to deliver and, and win Arsenal mm-hmm. that trophy. It's, it's as simple as that. If I, I don't know, talk- he's kind of convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel Chelsea, I just feel like Hazard's just going to be in his bag that game. And I feel like if Hazard's in his bag, that, that for me, honestly, is it's, it's the, the question. scariest thing. It's, you know, if Hazard I, I, plays, I fear that yeah, but more than anything, if Hazard decides, yep, I've turned this it is up. my game, no, no, but we, we it's a long that. night. We, we say honestly. that, but... I watched Hazard in the two legs against Frankfurt and he was really, really poor. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen him play did that badly. But did he decide? Did he decide? No, you can't tell me that because he made that assist. He, he did didn't it. play the first leg no, against Frankfurt, he, did he? He came on from the bench. The yeah. second leg, he started and he stunk the joint. Mm. I have to be honest. But as you guys said, he can turn up mm. and decide the game. Hopefully. And that is... 100%. Honestly, that's the X factor. Mm. And that's what, that's, what, that's what I'm most fearful of, if I'm being honest. Mm, I, I don't know. I think... I think Arsenal mm. are going to win it. I mean, Aubameyang and Lacazette, I watched the last leg against Valencia and they just tore them to shreds. I mean, Aubameyang turned back into old Thierry Henry. Mm. Some of his finishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so he clutch. Like, no, he no. He really turned back. Set the record straight before people say yeah, you're I'm calling him Thierry Henry. I'm not calling Aubameyang Thierry Henry. Right now, I'm seeing my guy. He looks stressed. I'm just like, ooh. He moved into him for that game. Obviously, yeah. we know that um, Aubameyang can't lace Thierry Henry's boots. Yeah. But I just think the attack, Lacazette, Aubameyang, when I look at Chelsea, they've got aging mm. Higuain. They've got a Giroud that's more of an impact player. So, mm. you're relying on Hazard. Mm. Can Hazard do it? Yes. Do I think he's going to do it? No. I'm going for Arsenal yeah. to lift, that, um, cha- and lift the Europa League and save Unai Emery's season and return to the Champions League. And just to, just to buttress what you're, you're saying, Dej, I... Do you know what I when I look at both teams and I and I pick who I think will win, it's 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 not even necessarily from a playing staff standpoint or ability and talent, it's 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 more a mental thing. And I feel that Arsenal, because so much is riding on this game, yeah. they have to win. But Bush, like, couldn't that put unnecessary pressure on them? Where they think, hold on, that we're too up yeah, time. We can't they're, play they're, this game without Chelsea. That, that they're they're already in the Champions League that and they can true. relax and I, I don't play think you stuff. can say Chelsea can relax. This is a major competition. These players have pride. They want to lift a major... They want to win a trophy. It's not like a community shield. This is a pristine, proper title. So you're saying they're more relaxed. I think both of them are going to feel the nerves. It's a big game. It's a big game. So I believe that doesn't really come into significance are Chelsea in Champions League. Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. take their foot off the pedal. These um, players have professional pride. Hazard's going to want to go out with a bang. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and yeah. it's possible that Sarri's going to want to go out with a bang as well because there's rumours saying that yeah, regardless of the result, he's he's going to leave after the Europa League mm-hmm. final. So mm-hmm. we were discussing Frank Lampard earlier. Mm-hmm. He's a candidate mm-hmm. for the job apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also... He's backroom stuff with him. Because yeah, he Jody <laughs> and also they've been linked with Emma Hayes. Uh, apparently she's yeah. got a great relationship with the Chelsea players yeah. and they really love her in the camp mm. so I have to but, say when I've seen her on like the debate and all these football shows she's really carried herself yeah, well yeah, yeah. you know she she knows her stuff um, I remember was it against I think Tottenham Juventus as well she was mm-hmm. on the show she predicted that um, Juventus's experience and stuff was going to come into play yeah. and, and Ian Wright was, Ryan was, was like, saying yeah. no I think Tottenham <laughs> are going to do it Harry Kane this Harry Kane that but she was right so she yeah. knows her stuff and again, this will be a huge paradigm shift 
in football to see a woman go straight into the apex of the game because mm-hmm. society is shifting that way. We're starting yeah. to see more equality and it's a matter of time before this seeps into football. There's men managing in the women's game. Yeah. We had Mark yeah. Sampson. Yeah. Now we've got Phil Neville. Yeah. So when are women going to come into the men's game? I'm, I'm all for it. All if, you're, want if, you're good, if you're good enough for the job, if you're the best person for the job, that should give you the job. It should, yeah, so just to asterisk what Dad said, it should be the best person for the job, not the best man. So mm-hmm. if they feel that Emma Hayes is the outstanding candidate mm-hmm. and she's the best person to lead Chelsea forward, then give her the job. Because when I've seen her, as Dead said on the debate, she's yeah, been she's, a brilliant, brilliant pundit. Yeah, yeah. And that's herself. all I can go off. Yeah. Yeah. And she knows her stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? So just on that, just on that, um, that, that, that talking point, um, I, I, I completely understand and take on board what you guys are saying. Um, but let's, let's, let's see it from a different perspective in that and this is a question that I'm posing to you guys. Of course, we're we're we're, we're now seeing uh, like a paradigm shift, as 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 Dej said, in terms of you know more women being in the game, um, and 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 it's, it's a lot more prominent. You've got yeah. uh, people like Alex Scott, who, yeah, pundit, who, who, who's who's in, uh, you know doing uh, her pundit work and that kind of stuff. But of course, and, and, and this is also something we, we've spoken about before, but in a different context when we talk about racism in the game. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's a lot that can be done to change things at face value and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But then it makes it more difficult when you have players and people who are in clubs who have very archaic mindsets. And mm-hmm. um, I say that to say this. So she let's, let's say, for example, she gets the job, Emma Hayes gets the job. I know you you said dot that she's 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 quite loved in in the dressing room, mm-hmm. right? But still, the fact remains that she will be managing a team of men. Yeah, that haven't won anything. Not a lot of them have anyway. That have not. Uh, so, so it makes it easier. Do you see what I mean? So, to a certain extent, I guess she'd have um, some goodwill. Given the fact that she's a woman, it's a, it's a, it's it's it should be the first woman to, to internally, her, internally, but, but externally she's gonna have a lot of pressure. The minute results start going wrong, and this is my point, that's the problem. This that's where point. the discord is gonna happen. And when and when things start to go wrong, for example, how how easy would it be for her to take hold of that dressing room? It Those egos. Mean, uh, but sometimes, you know, do you understand what I'm, where I'm, where I'm going? To but get sometimes at a point you need to suffer to open the door for other people to now come through. Mm-hmm. So the first woman manager that goes into the door of the men's mm-hmm. game, they're going to suffer. They're yeah. going to have hard times. Yeah. But you're opening up the pathway to other managers eventually to come through. And mm. that's something that, that needs to that's happen. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. Are you talking... That's what I wanted to... Based off of what you said, it's more about the door being open yeah. Yeah. than in relation to the results that follow it. Once the door is... Once somebody is a, a, a woman manager... That's it, like that's it. The door is open. Obviously, the rest that comes with it is just what foils with managers. Yeah. Yeah. There was even recent yeah. news in the press about Alex Scott getting abuse as well because yeah. she's a pundit. She came out and spoke yeah, about she it. Yeah. About yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think, was it Jermaine Gina saying to her, yeah. like, Don't worry, you're basically like sort of like a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, you're gonna I remember be, that. But yeah, you're yeah. going to be opening doors for other oh, ladies. Yeah. And it's a similar situation with this. So I believe, you know, some of the best managers I've had in, you know, the corporate world. Have been women, so yeah. why can't this be? I know football's a different industry, mm. but why can't this be reciprocated and replicated? So, yeah, 
Fair, all, fair pa- all power to her if she gets yeah. the job. That would be very interesting. And and I'll be willing and on for the, sure. The least Apart from when she plays my team, I support. <laughs> <laughs> the least I can do is at least consider her for the job because yeah. she, she has all the skills. So and that's if Sari gets sacked because yeah. he might still stay in. Yeah. This is hypothetical. I, I would be of so course. disappointed in the second, by the way. I like Sari. Yeah, I'd be so ag- disappointed again, in the second. Where would this leave him? I mean, I think if we see it as a stock market, his stock will still be the same. He hasn't he's led them to the top four. Yeah. Maybe he might lose the I, final, but yeah, he's saying, less of him. He will go to Roman Abramovich and say, look, I'm the best of the rest. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and that's what he is. He came third. And 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 so I know we, we, we sort of veered off on a tangent slightly, um, um, but I wanted to just round, uh, like bring it back and round off this um, uh, this segment where that, obviously I was previewing the, the Europa League final. Um, I, uh, dead, uh, Dot, sorry, you alluded to this earlier on when we were, when we were uh, speaking about Mkhitaryan. Now, obviously, he's not going to be playing in the final. Mm. There are, there, you know, there, there are Politics. political tensions between Azerbaijan and, and Armenia. And for that reason, he feels as though his safety is in jeopardy. And so he's decided to stay. Mm. And, and I... I and I wanted to clarify that it was actually his decision to it stay because decision, I remember yeah. seeing it when it first came out. I think a lot of people were ranting mm. the uh, the FA and mm. saying, you know, what how, this is a, this is a travesty. What? Yeah. Uh, sorry, the, um, UEFA. Yeah, 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 UEFA. My apologies. Um, and saying, you know, the, yeah, this is how on earth can can this be happening? I remember seeing Ian uh, Ian Wright ranting and mm. that kind of stuff. But then when I read about it uh, on, a, on, a, on a deeper level, I, I, I understood oh, yeah. that they actually gave him assurances about yeah, they his promised safety. Yeah, safety, mm. but... But he still mm. felt that, you know, it, it, it he, he just didn't feel too... Yeah, he would have consulted his family and there's stuff. There's one yeah. talking and there's, there's another thing administering the action. Yeah. So anyone can go somewhere and you promise them safety, but when you really get to the crux of it... Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't do that. So you you have to accept his decision. I mean, his life is more important than football. Exactly. Than football match. So he's got to bear that into consideration, and you got to respect his decision. But mm-hmm. I think it's farcical that UEFA are hosting a final in such hostile territory that's yeah. got all these tensions of political. Because are you me, surprised? But, because for me, and is that the fundamental are, issue here? Yeah, like, politics the, and football should never mix. Yeah, yeah, but they, yeah. Are, are you surprised? No, I'm not because UEFA are a farcical organization. So <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. So is 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 the real issue here the fact that um, the the Europa League final was being held in this in, uh, under these kind of, of circumstances? Course, that's the root. That, of the is, that issue. is the that's root, the root of the issue. issue. Yeah. Yes. But obviously, UEFA could never predict who was going to get to the final. Yeah, 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 you shouldn't be hosting it in a. Yeah. In a hostile territory. <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. I, I feel like I agree with what you're saying. They shouldn't have, but like, UEFA are trying to do this thing where they're trying to incorporate a lot more countries okay, into yeah. what they're doing, yeah. like mm-hmm. they did with what was it last Euros or Euros before that they split between two countries. Now going forward, they want to include, you know, more countries. But mm. I feel like they're not really taking into full consideration the ramifications that come yeah. with hosting things in this country. And it's easy to say, like you said, yeah, yeah. it's easy to say everybody's safe mm-hmm. but really and truly you're not a player you're not feeling it and exactly. to be fair how you wait for have actually handled the Champions League final and Europa League final mm. ticket allocation oh, things like that I kind of feel it's more about personal gain before you wait for than oh, in relation so I can see why people are getting a bit heated for yeah. you because mm. Arsenal fans are not just heated about that 
they're not even getting tickets. The, the allocation yeah, is yeah, tiny. Yeah. The journey, yeah, not, people are driving there. Yeah, saying it's going to take of, 90 hours to get there. Then one of your yeah. players isn't going through. All of that is just building, building, building. There's, and more, there's more tickets going to the UEFA delegates than there yeah, are to yeah, fans. Fine. And when that's happening, there's that says all the motives yeah, that they're yeah. about, to be honest. Fair, fair point, fair point. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's certainly uh, uh, a good point to, to, to end on. Um, but before we actually move on, I need to get your your match predictions. Your... Oh, gosh, what I'm scared of is that people are just going to play over this pod and say, look at what he said, he's yeah. wrong. But <laughs> I, want Chelsea, I want Chelsea to win. I want Chelsea to win. Who do you think? Wow. Yeah, who do you exactly. think? Yeah. Not who do you want to. Who do you think going to win? And give me a score, please. It's going to be 1-1 one, one after 90 minutes. Going to go extra time, and I think... Oh, you're sitting on the first yeah, yeah. Because you said that was done in the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Arsenal will win. I think Arsenal will win. 2-1. Amen, amen, amen. Michael, what about you? What do you think? Oh, it's tough. Um... Probably this is a myth. This probably won't happen, but I think it. Will, I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, I feel like Arsenal will get a placing off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Mustafi. I, 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 feel, I feel they're gonna get a placing off. I feel like there's an inexperience within the team. Yeah. that might cost them. I kind of want Arsenal to win mm-hmm. because I wouldn't say that I like Emery, but I feel that this will give him a better chance going into the market to mm-hmm. strengthen Arsenal in his own image. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like. They are better in big games a lot more. Yeah. But because of the final, mm. I kind of feel, especially Torreira and Chaka, within the middle, they uh, Chelsea have got no player who's going to be chasing them. It's not like you've got Kante. Mm-hmm. They're going to be doing a lot of. They need to get the ball from Georgina, so they're going to do a lot of pressing. Kind of feel, especially that both of them have got red cards this season already. That will. I feel like the midfield, in my opinion, is where the game's going to be for yes. this one and loss. One and loss. So I kind of feel they get a red card. Yeah, it could be. A I hear you on that inflated scoreline. But if I think if anyone gets a red card, it will be one of Xhaka, Maitland Niles, or Mustafi. Yeah. Only one of those those three players. Uh, the reason why I would cancel out Mustafi is because if Giroud plays, I don't think he's going to have to deal with players going in behind him. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to deal with the physical fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah. If it was Higuain, somebody who offers that bit of movement in between um, the left centre-back, yeah, the right centre-back. Yeah. I could agree, but the midfield, they want to get the ball off Georgina. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. you know, because Arsenal hyped up to win, you could have players flying into tackles. Yeah, yeah, and then if on somebody well. gets one yellow, then I'll just be like, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But ideally, I ideally want Arsenal to win. Mm-hmm. If they don't get their red card or something like that, then I think they can do it. But, that was like a nice feel, way to sit on the fence. That's I feel, what I should have done. I feel red card is coming. I think red card is coming. Yeah. I'm not a No, Now your colours to the mask. What is the <laughs> final score after the game, when, after it's all said and done? 3-1 Chelsea. <sighs> mm. I'm going to go. I think Arsenal are going to win 3-1. I mean, the name of the game for them is um, Aubameyang, Lacazette, win us the game. The rest yeah. of you, plug the gaps <laughs> yeah. and just make sure we're secure. <laughs> So I think Arsenal sure, are going to win. Yeah, but yeah, how do you do that when you've got Mustafi? <laughs> the thing is... It's your turn to I'm really... I'm praying against this so hard, man. Honestly. But we have... we Like, like I said, we have Koscielny that travelled. We have um, Socrates that travelled. 
and also a Monreal who has played in a in a in a centre back position. Oh, you think they're not going to play Mustafi? That would be a um, <laughs> Mustafi. Yeah, that would be. Potential could see that what Socrates and Koscielny. I'm ho- that's what I'm hoping for. I that don't would want. Be a I don't strong want strong indication of where he was. somebody yeah, yeah. He, what he wants to win. That, the that only the pairing. only blade of grass that. Mustafi should touch is the bit that he picks up <laughs> and it's 90 minutes to put in his pocket to take home. You know, to say, I, no. I, I came, I saw, I conquered. I thought you were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, so let's move on now. Um, we also have the, obviously, the, the Champions League final coming up. Um, and this is definitely going to be an interesting one. Um I want to be gonna... very unbiased as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think... yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, because I feel like, Fans of other teams don't want either of, either of Liverpool or... You want Liverpool or, to win. I, no, okay. <laughs> As a, speaking from an Arsenal fan perspective, Liverpool have to win. I don't want... They have to win. Like, there's no two ways about it. When it like, I'm, I'm prepared to take a week off work if, if Spurs were to win that, that Champions League because a lot of my, 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 my work colleagues are, are Spurs fans, so wow. I wouldn't be able to wow. show my face at work, honestly. I think... I think this game, we spoke about the managers um, yeah. in the last game and we spoke about where the game is going to be decided and we mm. mentioned the players. I think this game comes down to the managers. Mm. I think it's whoever gets it right between Pochettino and Klopp will win this game. Mm. And my money is on Pochettino. On this game, 100%. Why? Last three games, Liverpool and Spurs have played three times in a row. Liverpool have won, but they've all been 2-1, 2-1, 2-1. If... Poch, if he's the man, I know Poch, there's something that he's very reactionary as a manager. Mm. Doesn't do, there's some managers that, mm, it's the same way he did against Ajax. Mm-hmm. He can look at, he will watch a game and there are changes to be made. To beat Liverpool, I suspect he's going to play a 3-5-2. He's going to pack the midfield. Not Doesn't have to worry about the strikers or Salah, Mane. If you can get to Liverpool's midfield, you can unsettle them. So you're playing with Sissoko. You're not looking for control of the game. You're looking to get them off, be direct, pace and power. Mm-hmm. You can do that. If Liverpool can't handle that, because I feel like if they just set up to just play formation for formation, mm-hmm. Liverpool batter them. Like, honestly. Michael, just to point out, we spoke about Sissoko on our last episode. We, I was asking the question, when does it get to the point where we say he's one of the best midfielders in the Premier League? What's your take on him? Um, he's developed, he's come a long way. Especially since Euro two thousand and sixteen, um, initially reminds me of Matuidi. Wasn't mm-hmm. always a big fan, but yeah. I could understand why he's in the starting eleven. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, flexible, mm. big engine. Yeah, I wouldn't say not every midfielder has to be a glorious um, passer, mm-hmm. and I think people are too stuck people to the like mind aesthetics that yeah, that you have to be yeah. you have to be a certain and type of yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it's, if you're if you're putting a four three three in three in midfield, you have a different caliber of each player that you want, and I can understand he's very important to how Spurs players come. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing now is that he's more consistent. Yeah. it's not that his game has improved per se but yeah. how effective he is he's doing it on like on a week in week yeah. out basis yeah. 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 so they're able to because of that he's been able to and it's because of that only that he's been able to fluctuate with his formation mm-hmm. he's able to put Ericsson there put Ali there drag drop put Lucas on yeah. mm. the attack can fluctuate but as long as he's playing him mm-hmm. and 
you need to understand that he has gone from a more possession-based Dembele, who was a more aesthetically... Ball yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. couldn't yeah. move him off the ball. Yeah, yeah. And that got them, you know, as far as it could against Spur, um, against Juventus last season, mm-hmm. where they got knocked out. Now with Sissoko, who's giving you that more energy going forward and defensively. So mm-hmm. you know that there's always a body, there's always energy in yeah. the middle of the pitch. And, and what's, so what's crazy is that Ajax couldn't handle it. Yeah, he changed that game. That's Everyone it. was playing to Lorente, yeah. but Sissoko mm. changed the complexion of yeah. that game. Yeah. If he can replicate that kind of performance against, I wouldn't say he's going against super high quality, but he's going against a very quality, you've got um, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Fabino. Mm-hmm. If he can get himself we, in we and saw around. that to an extent late on in the game. Yeah. We had that one v one with Van Dijk as well. If he, he can broke get the line, so. if he can get that kind of productivity in that game, mm-hmm. then I believe it will be it could go extra time, maybe win on penalties. But if they don't set up well, they're gonna get banged. <laughs> like as much as I don't want Liverpool to win it, yeah, yeah. there's some things that you just see on paper that you're yeah. just like if they don't set up properly, they're gonna get absolutely pumped mm. like I could I could see like a free 4-0 especially if that they score early the gears are running <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah I could see that's Liverpool you know what yeah. I'm saying but if they if Poch decides to do something of relevance you know this game's interesting because for me Liverpool have to win I mean <laughs> really? so, yeah, they, they have, have to, to win. win why they have to. last season we saw them in the final things didn't go their way Salah got injured you know they're more battle hardened in the Champions League final Obviously, they beat um they lost to Real Madrid. This is their second time. So Liverpool are seen as you know what we were unfortunate last year, but this time we're gonna crack it. And I think that Klopp, the way the players are talking, I think they mm. seem that they're mentally mm. tuned and mentally ready to take yeah. this opportunity. When you look at Tottenham, the way they've come through, I mean, in their group, they were you almost. Can, but then out. you can make the argument that that's mm. destiny. Mm. When you're stumbling across, stumbling mm. across, stumbling across, you can make the argument that it's Tottenham's destiny to win this Champions League. Mm. But what I would say is that every team has a breaking point. And if Liverpool don't win this game, that's breaking point. Yeah, how do they recover? How do they recover? Mentally. How do they recover? And, and the interesting thing that I pointed out after two semi-finals, I know people were saying Tottenham's game was more emotion, it was a last-minute winner. One team looked like business-like. This is a semi-final. We're going to the final. We, we applaud the fans and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And when I saw Tottenham win, it looked but like... it was the manner. It was the, the manner. I said that. The last, it was the last Yeah, but when I saw game. Tottenham mm-hmm. team, I saw a sign where they thought, you know what? Job done. Mm-hmm. Everyone was crying. Everyone was in tears. I, I we made the final. And, and mm, of course, they'll agree. be disappointed if they mm-hmm. lose that mm-hmm. final. But on reflection, mm-hmm. they'll say, you know what? We got to a Champions League final. Whereas if Liverpool don't win that game, there's going to be a serious, serious inquest into Liverpool, into Jurgen Klopp and all the playing staff. Because they need mm. to win that. But what the point, the, the question that I want to put to you, Dot, so similar to what you asked earlier about Arsenal and the pressure that the, the fact that they have to win puts on them, do you think a similar situation can happen yeah. with, with, with Liverpool yeah. as well? <laughs> Liverpool mm. have to win. And the question is, how do Liverpool respond to this pressure? Because we saw when they were under pressure... People say we lost a seven point lead. Yeah. We have to we have mm. to be honest, we lost a seven point lead. Mm-hmm. But I think this team on a one off game in this Champions League final, I think Klopp is gonna learn from his mistakes. Mm. And I think ultimately he's gonna deliver the biggest, biggest trophy to Anfield. You think they're better in a one off game? Liverpool. 
I mean, Klopp, you can I, say he's lost all these big games because all the finals you class him as big games. Yeah, but I'm, using, I'm not even using Klopp's finals against him. Like, mm. you talk about last season of I think Madrid. I don't think... But that was mitigating circumstances. Yeah, like, I'm, not gonna, I'm, yeah, not gonna, yeah I'm not going to put anything shoulder. against him because you could say that they were under, but I thought they had a chance. I'm just more worried about Tottenham's, who they've played, I think, to get to this final. Beat City. Have they had a crazy run in? They had this Liverpool have had a tougher run in. Bayern Munich. Barcelona. Oh, no one, no, I don't want anyone to come and tell me that that Bayern Munich team is washed. Because that Bayern Munich team, they would have beat a few of the top teams in the Premier League. It's just that Liverpool made them look washed. Liverpool made them look old because we're just physically. And you want to compare phys- that? You can want to compare that to City and Ajax. Let's be honest. Ajax. They played Barcelona as well this season. So they played Barcelona, um, PSV, Inter Milan, Inter Milan. Dortmund. Yeah, Inter Milan is a serious <laughs> entity. They're, it's a tough team, but with Icardi. It wasn't. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Micah, Micah, Micah. We had PSG. Yeah. We had Napoli. Okay. Went to Bayern Munich. Last sixteen. Yeah, destroyed yeah, them. Don't, don't forget Porto, please. Porto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate acid test Messi versus Van Dijk you New Camp this, you New compare, Camp that but Spurs, Come on. Played, Spurs played Barcelona yeah, but that's- played Inter Milan played PSV now they didn't qualify from the group you Inter guys Milan. have been like, they didn't qualify from the group you guys have, you guys have been like right, Spurs Spurs don't qualify from the group you know Harry Gaines did that got through I'm, re- I'm really impressed by their run considering how everything has been <laughs> the only thing is that Spurs can bottle. But I wouldn't put against Liverpool bottling. No. I don't care who wins. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? I, I, really, I don't think either Mane and Salah, Salah have done enough to, if they win, get Ballon d'Or. I don't feel... So, how I feel about who Van wins... Van Dijk? Possibly, potentially, mm-hmm. I can see Van Dijk. But as the attackers, I feel like there's so much that's happened. They, they still lost a 3-0 mm-hmm. against... Um, Barcelona, second mm. leg, so it's not like the last time you could say like, oh my gosh, was Mane back against mm. Bayern Munich. So I don't, I don't mind two wins. I think that like it's a win for English football. It's just about right now. I don't even think the players' reputations are on the line. It's like mm. what I said, the manager's reputations. <laughs> yeah, they're on, the line. they're on the line. Yeah, shining light, yeah. and this could be Klopp's like. This could be Klopp's icing on the cake. Like, wow, my tenure at Liverpool has yeah. been yeah, sensational. Yeah, you can't yeah, yeah. argue against yeah. it. Made world-class players. Mm. Um, challenged for the league. Yeah. Two Champions League finals. Lifting the trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. The owners will sit back and be like, you've done a remarkable job. I mean, he's yet to lose a European tie. I mean, both mm. in the Europa League yeah. and Champions League. He's just lost the final. So, it's a remarkable run. Mm. Fair point. Okay. And, and just to, to wrap things up on this, um, I, I think, in, in my view, and again, you guys feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like the Liverpool starting eleven picks itself. Yeah. I, I think, is that fair, mm-hmm. to, is that fair, is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Is that a, a fair point? It's a quality eleven. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. a quality eleven. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah, it picks yeah, itself. yeah. But I think the real, what really becomes interesting is the selection for Poch. Because now, Harry Kane has declared him fit, himself fit. Now, of course... Mm. For me, uh, uh, for me, for me, for me, strangle that idea at birth. You're not in the squad. You're not fit. Simple as that. No, but what if he is? You can't. Obviously, he's been yeah, training. He ain't training. got match fitness. Mm. Why are you rushing back? Why are you rushing uh, back? Don't don't start him. You don't start him, but have him as an option. Last twenty. It's a catch twenty-two. You you mm-hmm. don't start him. You do the final. Why didn't you play Harry Kane? 
you play him, you lose the final. Hurricane shouldn't have started. You've got yeah. him from Lucas Moura, etc., etc. So just strangled out there. Well, yeah, I think but, if but, he's fit, but, yeah. Poch is going to include him in the squad. Yeah. How can you not? I mean, you're, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as I like to say, use your tools. Yeah. Harry Kane is a world class <laughs> tool, and if you've yeah. got him fit, or even 70 percent, mm-hmm. he's a good wild card to yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so I, I think he'll definitely make the squad. Just, this you just have to. You have to make your decision. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I was him, I would have made up my decision. Like. Already. By the time the finals are, mm-hmm. you're not going to start. I'm coming in with a plan. Yeah. I need my fit 11 who have taken me through. You weren't there through City. You weren't there through Ajax. You weren't there to end the season. I think, what? Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to start you when yeah. you're not 100%. I think it will be very, that is very interesting because I think that will show who has more power, Pochettino or Harry Kane. I think if Pochettino gets his way, he doesn't start him. I think Pochettino's got the power at, um Tottenham, and I believe even if he wins this, he might say, you know what, I've done my job, let me leave, because there's rumours <laughs> lurking that Juventus want to be appointing him, and mm. this might be the best way to leave. I mean, he's been very flirty with the media, yeah. non-committal, you know, yeah. throwing little yeah. hints. <laughs> you never know with this. Yeah. This, this, this might be the combination. Yeah, yeah. final yeah. song. so I won't be surprised. So so do you, do, you, do you guys actually feel, though, that Harry Kane will... Look, look, do you feel that uh, Poch will play Harry Kane. I don't think so, no. I think he makes the squad and if they're no, no, struggling... No, 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 play as they start. Yeah, start, start. start. No, he, he's not going to start, no. Won't start it. If okay. he starts it, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't so, know. okay, so really quickly, I, uh, really, really quickly then, what is what is um, Tottenham starting 11 then for that game? Mm. I think Lloris. Yeah. Trippier. I think that's the interesting way he does with the fullbacks because... Mm. I mean, Tottenham fullbacks yeah. in the big games they've been getting absolutely murdered. Should I say? I mean, even by Liverpool, we yeah. saw Wembley, Mane and Salah talking about masterclass. Pochettino figured it out. not really much in between either of them, like mm. Danny Rose and Ben Davies. I think and Danny Rose is factory's best yeah. after that. I don't think. I don't think. I think he plays one of them. I think he plays Vertonga at left back. Okay, maybe. Sanchez and. And centre back then has one of the full backs as an option of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being. Yeah, I think yeah, Vertonghen yeah, yeah. is touch and go. It's not entirely oh, sure he's if he's going to be fit, but I think he's declaring himself fit, so he probably will start. Yeah, he'll get he'll get ejection. He'll get sorry. He'll he'll play that game. Cool. And then in the midfield, I think Sissoko's going to be there. Ericsson obviously and. I don't know, they might go for the brute force. I don't know, Wanyama, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> He's a good option off the bench. I don't think they'll start him. Okay. That Wanyama, that is, yeah. Mm, I they think, think that he'll be key to, as he says, nullifying yeah, that, that trio. Just making it muscly. Yeah, muscly trio. Closing gaps. Or Dyer, who do you think? I think Dyer, more... I would, on, he I plays like, like he's towing a caravan. I like having <laughs> like Wanyama as an option to bring on, if you want to... Like, okay, if you're winning the game, just to seal it off. Yeah. But, uh, and from what I've seen from Dyer as well, like... He spent a lot of the time starting. I, w- I don't know about his quality coming off the bench. You see him against Bournemouth as well. Like, had a male. Yeah, Obviously, sure. people have four games, yeah, but, but he looks... He Anytime looks I see him, he doesn't look impressive. Yeah. It's just simple as that. Fine. And then you're gonna, you guys are, say, are saying Luke, what, Lucas Moura, um, Deli Alex and Son. Is that, is that who... Yeah, but I think the... if Kane does start, it will be Deli that makes way. Ah, interesting. Because mm. he's, yeah. he's he he'd be uh, considered one of the match winners for 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 Spurs, no. But then again, his his impact this will come from the bench, mm. no. Yeah, he's a Did good option to come. Son, Lucas, and Deli Ali. Yeah. 
Fair point. Okay. Um, and to round it off, predictions. Um, well, you know where my heart is at, and you know where my head is at. So, not who you want to win. No, no I think Liverpool win this game three-one. I think they're just a bit better than Tottenham. Are you going to go as far as to say who you think are going to score? I think Van Dijk's going to get one. <laughs> I think Salah's gonna get one. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so bad. <laughs> oh my god! I just have to fail you. I just be like, okay, and, I, and I think I think Firmino yeah. will get the the sealer. Yeah, I think Liverpool are gonna win maybe two 0 Okay. We're obviously Ooh. gonna be going to a pub to watch that. We went to a pub last year, so yeah. we wanna exercise some demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, go back and yeah, make peace with yeah, what we saw yeah, last yeah. year. So I think Liverpool are definitely gonna win it. I think they're the more seasoned team and yeah. I think Liverpool have to win it because as we said, if Klopp doesn't win this, this could be the defining moment in his tenure and how do Liverpool come back from this? Heartbreak mm-hmm. in the league, heartbreaking you know, <laughs> it'll be a long way back, so I think Liverpool will do it and they'll cross the line. Okay. And they'll win their sixth European trophy. And the score will be? 2 0. Oh, you said that's what you did. 2 0, yeah. And the score, sorry, will, will Ooh, be? That's, um, hmm, I think. Hmm, I'm going to go for Mane. He loves scoring on a big occasion. Yeah. And I'm going to go for. Ooh, maybe Wijnaldum coming off the bench late on. Or something. I think he will start. You think Wijnaldum will start? Yeah, yeah, why not? Hmm. So who would you go in the middle? Fabinho and Wijnaldum. Oh, you have Keita being in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Keita? Yeah, yeah. So that's. So I think yeah, Wijnaldum will score, and I think Mane. Michael, what are your thoughts? I'll be surprised if Spurs win. I'm being honest. I'll be so surprised. (laughs) I see Liverpool winning. Um, Firmino to continue his big game run. But he's coming back from an injury as well. He's lost Uh, a bit of rhythm. I have faith in Firmino. When it comes to games like this, I have faith in him. I don't see anybody. I've always said it people don't agree but it's fine I feel like he's the most important cog into how Liverpool's yes, yeah, front three yeah, operate yeah, 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 understand yeah, what yeah. I'm saying and I don't feel that Spurs have a defensive midfielder who is going to be able to pick him up I feel like a lot of focus mm-hmm. is going to be on can't be wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mane and mm-hmm. um, Salah um, I see him scoring and then 2-1 probably um, how the last three games have gone this one yeah. will just go the same another 2-1 if Spurs win it's probably going to be that how they it will be a miracle yeah. not a miracle yeah, but yeah, yeah, surprise yeah. how they beat City surprise how they yeah. beat um, Ajax, Ajax yeah. as well mm-hmm. probably like a penalty or a deflection is yeah, something yeah, that's yeah. going to be like really yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I can't see I can't see Liverpool losing so if Liverpool win 2-1 who's the scorer for, for Spurs Spurs probably um uh, a Lorente header or Kane penalty something like that something not yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'll be so surprised if they score multiple in open play okay. I would be so surprised yeah, and Liverpool yeah. don't concede like that so if they yeah, did win yeah. it would be some jammy 1-0 yeah. like looping yeah, something yeah, yeah. Some, or someone or six some, toes, yeah you know something I mean? <laughs> something so nothing clean yeah uh, Liverpool win fair point very very interesting. Uh, I bring on the finals, man. Mm, uh, big, week of, big week of football. I mean, here, we man, call it the so. Euro- European, you know, Wednesday and Saturday, but yeah. it's domestically, so it feels a bit weird. Yeah, like yeah. Before. So mm. this does this solidify 
Um, the Premier League is the best league right now, would you say? Or, <clears throat> I think let's give it some time. That's the problem with being this yeah. football. Every yeah. time you get something good, immediately you say it's the best, this is the best. Yeah. Like, let's see over a few more years yeah, yeah. and yeah. then we can make that judgment. Fair point. Okay, so we're going to move on now um, and we're going to have a little uh, uh, a segment now where we're going to um, find out a bit about. Uh, we're going to have a heart to heart. We're going to have a heart to heart with Micah. And he's going to give us uh, a bit of an insight into you know what he does in, 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 in the beautiful game. Um, so I, I, as far as I'm aware, Michael, you are a FA intermediary. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So let's break things down in layman's terms, because, you know, some of our listeners may not have heard of what that is uh, or what, uh, what uh, you know, what someone in that role does. So please, like, let's break it down in the most simplest way um, possible. What is an, an FA intermediate? What do you do? It's a thief. You've got another mean It's just basically a thief. Um, I wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's difficult, but I will say that it's a. It's people call it a job, you know. I wouldn't say if you love watching football, you mm-hmm. can say it as work and you say it as a measure. But I feel like the more you build your clientele, the more players you have, that's when you can call it like a full-time mm-hmm. job. So if you look at um, George Mendes, Ms. Raola, like mm-hmm. their, their clientele is massive. So yeah. you're thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're wondering, why do they have four, five or six phones? You're talking to people who speak fluently like in different languages mm-hmm. as well. So and they have a broad network, different yeah. countries, mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more in relation to representing a player. Okay. Now anybody can do. It. I'm hundred. I'm telling you, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Anybody can do this job or this role. It's not something that you have to. How can I say? It, have immense brain power to do it. But the most important thing is developing, building connections. Mm-hmm. Now, it's this is not something that I always wanted to do. I will not lie to you. It's not something that um, I was biting at the heel to get. Mm-hmm. It was more like I was put in a position where, okay, I knew that it's just, just something I'm going to have to do. And I've been around quite a few agents in my life. When you said you had David here not long ago, mm-hmm. I was around his agent as well, who's also the agent from previous agent for my brother. Um, name was Anthony McFarlane. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know, he used to work for Base Soccer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But... I can critique exactly what he does. I wouldn't say yeah, that what he does yeah. was good, but yeah, yeah. he's a good he's a good man. Um, Paul Senior, who's at West Ham, one of my close friends, not my best friend, really close friend, David. Um, David, Timmy, mm-hmm. he works for a rep. Um, they're in charge of Nathan Redman. They've got um, some McLaren drivers under them. So it's basically how you represent a player. Mm-hmm. Um, before it was almost like piece of paper, like, okay, I'm your agent. Sign a contract between you. You whenever you're going to go to the club, you can find somebody to represent. Um, I feel like a lot of the changes recently that have been made by the FA has been in relation to you now have to qualify for it or pay for it. So you have to pay five hundred pounds up front mm-hmm. to get your intermediate, and then two hundred and fifty pounds every year. So every year that you are one continues to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, the more players that you get, um, in relation to that. So how I came into it, like, mm-hmm. go on. I'm gonna ask. So how much you have to pay? doesn't increase depending on how no. many uh, no. uh, players yeah. you have under yeah. your banner. doesn't have, doesn't okay. increase. It's just, mm-hmm. 
the only thing that you could probably be paying is like tax. You have to buy your, your yeah, tax yeah, and what yeah. you get um, as you're getting money from players or you're getting paid from players in relation to that. So how it started basically was with my brother. Mm-hmm. So I always say that the best place to start if you're an agent, if you have somebody within the family, work inside out. Of course. Okay, Very yeah. easy. Yeah. don't know if you know this guy called um, Adara Bio, who plays yeah, for the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His brother, good, yeah. good yeah. friends with his, um, Grum, with his brother. Yeah, good friends. He was on loan there. Yeah, West yeah. Grum, Good friends yeah. with his, or Timmy introduced me to his brother. Mm. Um, so he too was an agent, um, agent, but he's looked after his brother mainly. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's by digging these people's brains from the outside and people that I know mm-hmm. that has allowed me to go deep into the field. So when my brother, God bless his soul, you know, good boy, as he started <laughs> to play football, yeah. what is is that when you're a good football player, I say a very good football player like this, searching out agents is not a problem. They will come to you. They will find you. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? And they found him, which wasn't hard. Um, got um, signed by base soccer when he was young. Like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother came through with this current age group, which is Nathan Redmond, Raheem Sterling. Um, he was a year under John Bostock. They went to the same secondary okay. school. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy with the braids that plays with Charlton, the right back. Mm. Um, I think I've forgotten his name now. Um, I'll remember. Us yeah, later. Yeah, but later. that yeah. age group, Nick Powell. Okay. Um, so I used to go to a lot of my brother's games just to be in relation to see how everything yeah. was working. Yeah. Um, Blair Turger, Rob ah, Hall, yeah, that yeah, age group, okay, that's yeah, his yeah, age group. Yeah, yeah. So when coming through, he was seen as the best in his age group. I've seen like I've seen Raheem Sterling grow from like 13 years old up because mm-hmm. he grew up with my brother. They played when they played for England mm-hmm, together. And mm-hmm. like my brother was promoted higher in his age group. So he played with Benicophobies, yeah, mm-hmm. the year okay, above him. Yeah. But they played Victory Shield. They don't do that no more. I don't, I don't know if you know. Yeah, so, Scotland, um, the Northern Scotland, yeah, World, yeah. Northern Ireland. So the more, as he's progressing, my eyes are being open into the kind of people he's being introduced to. And when you're a sibling, you're just thinking, your brother's going to blow. Don't need to worry. Everybody else is going to yeah, take yeah, care of yeah, it. Yeah. Then you just feel that the stars connect. You're just going to go, yeah, yeah. as every player does, 16, 17, 18, go pro, wherever it is and then you know mm-hmm. i wouldn't have to put my hand there but unfortunately in relation to my brother while he was signed and everything was going well he got injured he had um a new a lot of injuries going happening and then mm-hmm. finally um done his achilles his hamstring everything then he uh shattered his ankle that was mm-hmm. the last one so mm-hmm. he had to have reconstructive surgery on his ankle at um, chelsea hospital this is why i was playing for west ham Ooh, by this horrible. time Sponsored by Adidas, signed to base um, from West Ham. They gave him one year scholar, two year pro with an um, option to extend it one more year. When he was playing, he was playing. I, I put a picture up on Twitter. You see the starting 11 that he's in and then they played against Chelsea. But like you could see all of the Chelsea youngsters, you know, some of the people that so you see Loftus Cheek. Mm. And, and then they used to come up to my brother and be like, oh my gosh, blah, blah. I'd see like Islam Farouz when all of these guys, are, are like, I've seen them, you know, like that. Oh, like, so yeah, you yeah, see yeah. them as like when yeah, they're yeah, tiny. Yeah, 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 like, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. and I'm not even going to, like, my bro- even David will tell you, best of the bunch. Like my brother was outstanding. Like mm. I'm, Honestly, I just thought I had never seen, or some people even used to say, I haven't seen anything in relation to my brother. Yeah. So the how the injuries now started, the Under-17 World Cup, mm-hmm. which they all went to, he didn't go. 
Now, that's where a lot of them took off, especially Raheem Sterling. So they've already gone to the victory shield, which they've won. Yeah. Cool. Mm. The hype is going, going, gets injured. But uh-huh. all of them go to the under-17. Mm. Redman, um, mm. Nick Powell. They had a Chelsea striker as well. Um, Chelsea Everton striker. I forgot he was a Jose big... Baxter? Or... It wasn't Baxter. It was another guy. I forgot. Hope or like Pope. Oh, Callum or... Hope. Yeah, that, all the, all the, mm. so all of them, most of them took off from the, some of the them mm-hmm. that you see in the, in the Premier League in relation to now. So what now happened is that I'll give his, I'll, I'm sure I'll record his story one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Um, severe injuries, 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 injuries. West Ham now said dropped by base. So base dropped him. Um, they treat players like meat. They, they yeah, dropped, yeah, yeah. base dropped him. So after his contract finished, they didn't renew. So base dropped him. Um, West Ham released him. They paid him off. So they said that we're not going to um, renew you for additional year. They wanted to, but because he had so many reoccurring injuries, mm. nothing. You understand what I'm saying? So they yeah. paid off the remaining of your contract from January. You're allowed to go look at other clubs. Um, so he went to like, looked at Coventry, looked at all these places. But because they knew that they paid him for the last four months, they say, okay, cool, you can come and play, but we're not going to pay you for that period because we know you've been paid big time by your club. Oh. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So by this time, you can think, in my eyes, I'm seeing... Now, think about it now. All of these players are big peas. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So yeah. you now think about somebody who was thought of as being a leader of that pack yeah. and you've got nothing. Like, no agent, no, he was... Like, he dropped down to, like... He was playing for Eastleigh, then played okay, for dropped yeah. dropped completely. Like it's it just it's so, yeah, and yeah, I feel like I feel like some people don't realize. Now this is where like I kind of you know there was one more agent who came in. His name was um, Scott or something. He's like a lawyer, but that went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like horribly wrong. Um, that was it. So you're recovering from your injuries. You're out of football. Mm. You're playing like you play for like Hornchurch a little bit, yeah, and then Ryman Prem level. Ryman, you have dropped completely, and it's yeah. because of the injuries. Now, any club that wants to look at you, oh, but where are the games you haven't mm. played, you understand? So it's it's kind of like a sad story, but it's an eye opener because you think your trajectory is going one way, and it's just gone completely left. Now I'm looking at my brother, you know, went through a period where he had to like take like a part time jobs and like working and delivering boxes and that. Yeah. I'm watching him. And I'm watching Sterling on the TV. Mm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So course, imagine course. how an individual is feeling. Mm. Like you're so far like ahead. Breaking mentally. Breaking yeah. mentally. Depression. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. This is what people don't understand when footballers are going through a hard time. They don't have that kind of sympathy empathy or don't. empathy. Yeah. They, they don't. don't. They just expect you to deliver yeah. week in, week out. And, and it's not fair. And some players, when they fall, they still... Sometimes you can be so high. I, I've got to say, if you reach for the stars... If you don't make it, you'll fall in the clouds. Yeah. And so on. But like some players, they don't even fall. Some players just drop. Now, if you look at David, David was at Liverpool, a high level. Then mm. even when he dropped sufficiently, like he's just moving from that like, place to Cambridge now, but went to um, Carlisle for a little bit. So Scott he's still in Scotland. He's still um, Patrick Thistle. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still, you're still hanging around League One, League yeah. Two, yeah. that area. Yeah. But some players fall out completely. completely. So now this is now where I had to step in. So I was talking to like, uh, my friend Tim, he and he always used to tell me, Michael, you need to look after your brother. You need to look after your brother. You need to look after your brother. I'm just like, 
Probably, uh, sort yourself out. What do, what do I? I don't. You know what? Yeah, I like At this point, you hadn't signed up. No, hadn't. I hadn't signed up. You like, oh, Michael, you'll gas me. Like, Michael, you. I'll be like, oh, I'm not too sure if I want to do it. Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm not too sure. I don't know the, the yeah. aspects of the that game, outs, the ins and outs. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like, oh, it's quite cutthroat. I can imagine. Yeah, very cutthroat. And I was just like, not too sure. But I think the final straw was. Um, we now got a trainer for him. Uh, his name is Dalton, Olympic sprinter. So, got my brother back up to fitness. Okay. Amazing trainer. Yeah. Oh, for anybody, he's an amazing trainer. But not everybody. You can be one thing. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to be another. Yeah. And the more that I've now been with him, the more like, I'm seeing, wow, these, how, like, ages act. Like, you guys are evil to yeah. one another. You guys, you don't care. Like, yeah. Very cutthroat, like yeah, yeah, yeah cutthroat. Yeah. So, you know, he now said, oh, I can hook you up. I've got a club in Drava, uh, which is in Slovenia. That you know, they like, they can give you a chance. You know, you mm-hmm. can see. We now went out there, and Dalton was now saying, oh, this is my player and stuff, stuff." And obviously, I was I was kind of keeping quiet, and I was saying that, "Nah, you're not. He's not signed to anybody." He was now saying, "Oh." Um, Let's let's like let's sign you like quickly. Let's sign you so you know put pen to paper. That's what they want. They just want your pen to paper. That was <laughs> they just want your pen to paper. Sign it. Then that's it. You get back to like even if I take it back to like Anthony when Anthony McFarlane who works for base was looking after my fires. He didn't do anything in relation to getting him out there. You understand what I'm saying? Because once you've signed that one year scholar, two year pro, and you're not making the first team then, and the first and the players he was training with um, the reserves. So that was um, Spears, Freddie Sears, Freddie Sears, Freddie oh, Sears. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay. for West Ham, yeah. that yeah. Yeah. My brother was like 14, 15 then, so he was he, they, he was training with them, so he yeah. was going to their games, played a couple League One and um, Carling Cup before yeah, they changed yeah, their yeah, appearances yeah, yeah. before that. So Dalton wasn't really doing what he was necessary was needed to do, and. Signed with the club anyway, got him out of the country, going into a professional setting once again. You know, it's, it's a it's a brand new start. It was a risk. You understand what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that's when I now found out that I was doing things that agents were supposed to do for my brother. I was doing that. It was almost, it was coming out of my pocket now. Mm. So I was working. I was buying boots. I was sending peas because I said the club wasn't paying regularly and things like that. So it was in relation to, hold on. I'm doing, yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. I, and like everybody's saying, like, you should look after your brother. Your parents might have things about contracts, they might know things about that, but they n- might not necessarily know things about football. And because I yeah. know about football, I said, you know what, I'm just going to do it. You understand what I'm saying? So he said, okay, what we're going to do, we're not going to call it an agent, but that's what you'll be. You'll be my representative. But we're not talking to any clubs, Dan. You're, you're in Slovenia, mm. you too. You're not, <laughs> nobody's talking to you, yeah, big yeah. man. Like, even if you have the connections, you have the connections. No, what, what, remember, he's not played, mm. so you're looking at okay. Mm. You've got I've got this player, and okay, yeah. Where's he played? I'm not gonna be. You, know, you can tell them the fact that you you played for England and stuff, like, but that's what. How many four, five, mm. six? Oh, what's going on right now? now? What's going on now? now? Yeah. So we've I've moved him out there. I've flown out with him. We've signed for the club, and I was just like, this is the part of 
the agent part, which people don't get, mm. constantly looking after the well-being of the player. Yeah. So you're calling them before a game, after a game. Now you see that these big agents where they have so many phones, you have to be on the ball mm. for a player. Have to be. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be talking to them, making sure that they're mentally set, making sure that they're financially set. It's your responsibility to make sure that they own their house before they mm-hmm. even retire. Um, there was an article that I read for the um, the Times mm-hmm. that said three things that a player needs to look at. Um, they need to own their house, fully paid off, because you only have about four or five years during football where you earn your peak money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Forget what you get when you're coming through as a youngster, mm-hmm. two grand a week, maybe a grand a week, depending on the club you have. When you start earning at 30 grand, which is like roughly at 30, 40 is the average salary for mm-hmm. a football player a week. Between that contract that you sign your house needs to be owned by them. And I was doing all these things, learning them by myself. Because yeah. I had nobody to tell me. Yes, my yeah. friends are agents, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of them, but they're still making their own way. They might not have siblings that do it. They mm-hmm. might be under big, bigger under companies, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, bigger companies, yeah, yeah, yeah. wider companies where they can yeah. give them a car, give them a... But at the end of the day, I don't have anybody to tell me exactly what to So it mm-hmm. was up to me to then go and look exactly what the, what what an agent needs to do in relation to find you know the best the best thing for my brother mm. but, how old is your brother at this point in time how is he probably like 23 okay so a lot of time had passed mm-hmm. so much time had passed and that's what i said it wasn't like i said okay i want to become an agent it yeah. was more like it was responsibility thrust yeah. upon yeah. me so yeah. i had to seize it like and own then it. Yeah, I had to had own to, it yeah. at that time mm-hmm. so and it was lucky that i had surrounded myself with people who were already in that game so I had been going to games, but I'm not going there to, ooh, I'll say, oh, tell my boy, that player looks good. You should go and talk to him and things like that. But it's none of my, it's none of my personal view. But mm. he said, because he is your brother, which I always say, if you have a family relative, friend of, you know, get in start, there, yeah. start mm. low. Mm. Even if, because what's happening now is that now I have agencies who want to sign my brother as a player because so much time has passed, he's now performing again. Injuries have gone you know, mm-hmm. making sure that his diet is good, everything is better like that. Now that he's performing again, that they want it, they want to mm-hmm. move him this summer. Mm-hmm. There's interest. That's yeah. that's how it works. Literally, there's yeah. interest, yeah. Yeah. and that's why. And I keep on telling him. I said that if you blow again, things are gonna be. You've seen things for your own eyes. Things yeah. are gonna be very different. We're mm-hmm. not gonna be doing. You know, some players are lucky. You know, they ride that trajectory for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. and. Well, I want to say the rest of their life, the rest of their footballing career, some mm. of them, it hits after they've retired. You now start seeing, um, I mean, 30% of football players post-retirement bankruptcies within yeah. the next five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those things are an agent's responsibility. Why is it now a cutthroat business? After your player retires, where's your agent? Agent is not there. So your agent is almost there for just your career. And then some of the agents are not doing what is right during the career. So mm-hmm. after the career, <laughs> they've collected yeah, their peas, they've collected their, their, your 10, 20%, your I was just about to, yeah, um, I want to ask you a question. So, f- f- like, feel free to answer this if you, if, yeah. if, if, if you, I, I don't want to draw you out. No. But I've always had this question. <laughs> oh, I've like always had them. He's a big fan so, of under the table. <laughs> yeah, I love a partner, you know. Uh, uh, round envelope. But anyway. <laughs> what I wanted to ask is, in terms of payments um, made to agents, is it just like 
a percentage of the signing on fee when a player gets transferred to a club, or do you also have a percentage of their weekly earnings? Okay. So it depends on the contract. Well, after this, I'll show you some of the contracts I have yeah. on off, so you'll be okay. able to see. So some agents, yeah, mm. they take just from the um, um agent, fee. Salary, um, agent, agent fee. fee from the transfer. Okay. No, that's okay. what my owner does. Is that separate then? No, no, which is from the transfer amount. Like, you, you see 80 million. Okay. Yeah, a percentage of that goes yeah. to the agent. Okay. okay. But an agent can also request another payment for even entertaining the fact that you want to sign this player. Mm. So an agent can eat off the 80 million. Mm. They will also be, you know. So yeah. is that what you call I, the agent fee? That, 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 that thing after, okay, they made the payment for the club. Then I want... That, that agent fee would never be accounted for. Like, it's, mm. you're not going to see... Yeah. It's, it's so, under the table. I'm definitely <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> you know, Neymar's dad got like... Yeah, yeah some money you, when get, you, get, you get, you get, like, got, even... Okay. So even like the transfer that just happened, yeah, they 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 yeah, yeah, they give you some like because and if it's not money, then they say, oh, we'll buy you a farm, we'll buy like, you yeah, your yeah, home like like right now, um, an agency wants my brother, mm-hmm. but my brother said, okay, it's Michael that's representing me, mm-hmm. but they said, okay, we can represent on your behalf, we will give you, you know, so if whoever's coming, they will mm-hmm. they will pay me. A certain amount for mm-hmm. the fact that you are his representative, but mm-hmm. we will just deal with the bigger picture. Why yep. can they say that? Because man doesn't have, I don't have the connections. <laughs> yeah. However, mm-hmm. if so, that's why you can see sometimes a player might it's not a power perform, dynamic. Yeah. A player might mm-hmm. not perform, mm-hmm. but you're constantly being able to move him from A to B. Why? Because there's a connection to yeah, place. Yeah. 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 If it's who you know. It's who it's you know. So, but if you're performing. Then in your performance, interest, interest could just yeah, be yeah, gained. Yeah, like they'll yeah. be like, "Oh wow, who's that? Okay, who's you know who's looking up to him? Okay, there's okay. him in here. I know that he doesn't have <laughs> yeah, A, B, and C. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me get in there because at the end of the day, an agent is in it to make money. That's uh, that's the bottom line. The mm. be one and end all. So you don't think there's agents that have good hearts that want the absolute best for their players. There are agents that have good hearts. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Like I said, Anthony, great heart, great human being. I sat down with him. You know, I kind of wanted him to mentor me, mm-hmm. um, but great heart doesn't always, mm. you know, get the. I would say get the job done. At the end of it, the day, in in terms of um, agencies, how do they know whether you have connections? Or not? Do, they, do they ask questions and they probe? Ask, is that, they, is that they how they? They, they don't run. like one of. Um, so you can't really like. I don't know, like one of my play one a poker of, face type thing. One of, yeah. You can't because one of my friends, Timmy, mm-hmm. best example because I'm with him a lot of the time. He he came into agency through the Welbecks. He was with the Welbecks. Okay. Chris mm-hmm. and um, well, Chris and the other. Mm. So they always used to like, look after him and he had some players going, mm. going with him. And then he decided to leave them. He decided to leave them. Okay. But while he was with them, some of the players, as, as he's under the Welbecks, they're with him. That's his player. You understand what I'm saying? It's not their player. Mm-hmm. It's his. You know, they will take an agent because of what the connection that he has with the player. Mm-hmm. So once he left, when news of him broke that he left, that he was going kind of, I wouldn't say going alone, but he left the Welbecks. We'll go to create training grounds and then you will see that other agents talking to that player will be like, oh, but he doesn't have an experience. He's not with anybody. Mm-hmm. Who's he with? And that's the truth. He wasn't with anybody. Mm-hmm. But because agencies knew the players that he had, Arthur, plays for Arsenal, goalkeeper, don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. No, um, I'm not too familiar. Travels with the squad a lot. Okay. Is the tall, six foot four, 
It was in the last picture they went to Dubai. Actually, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, 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 that's his, that's his player. Okay. So yeah. when an agency now said, okay, we know you have this player. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We want him, but we have to take you. So they have to now okay. give him a job. So what now happens is that agencies who now come for the player know that, oh, okay, he's now with this company. Mm-hmm. Because the name of the company is big. You understand what I'm saying? So it yeah, warns off yeah. other interests. If it's not there... Hell of tapping up of players all the time. Mm. It, moving from A to B, moving and I feel like the power of an agent right now has gotten so big. Fortunately and unfortunately, because you play people are making a, a killing out of it. That how can I say the I wouldn't say the know-how, but how they act in certain situations. I don't feel like it's best for the player. Rashford now, his brother is his agent, mm. always looks after him. That's why you always mm. see the two of them together. <laughs> well, Bex, that's why they look after their brother. What people are trying to do now, keep it in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because keeping it in the family, you know that, okay, cool. They're, um, they're going to have your best interest. They're going to have your best interest. And it's also the way that, oh, I'm not looking for, like, with me and my brother now, there is no contract between us. Mm. I haven't asked him to put pen to a paper and say, oh, you're going to give me 10% of this, 10% mm. of that. Because... At the end of the day, it's a short career. The player's interest is should be at the heart. Yeah. Now, you think of it, when you get older, as you get older as a football player, a lot of your agents are already set because they've had you. The struggle is when you're young. When you're mm. young, and a lot of players right now, not to be the bearer of bad news, some of them they don't come from homes that are together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or they don't come from privileged mm. homes. Agent season in gets in there. Now, I'm talking about when they're young, they still earn a lot of money. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Forget the 300. Because we've, because I kind of feel that we've watched football so much, you go, oh, 300 get, that's, that's a ridiculous amount of money. That doesn't make sense. If you go go down to like, lower level, they're still earning quite a bit of money. Mm -hmm. Agents will get into that gap, you know. And I wouldn't say another thing, not all agents are licensed, by the way. Not all agents are licensed. No mm-hmm. way, no way. You could just have the power. You're just important. Not all of them are yeah, licensed. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, you, and not yeah. all agents are agents. Some of them are lawyers. Well, is this is this something they're trying to nip in the bud? That every agent should be licensed? Or is it too hard to put some sort of control on it? It's, that's due to, like I said, they've just gotten so powerful now. Mm, An agent yeah. is so powerful. Mm. Look at Manchester United are moving, but... They're not even, I'm going to say Manchester United, Minerayola, mm. they're banning him. Yeah. They're not even oh, banning, yeah. they're, they're banning him, yeah. him himself. Mm. That's how much power man has. Man has some of the best players in the world right now and you have to talk to him. You can't do anything without yeah. talking to him. Yeah. And because he's so connected and because of the profile of these players are so young, they can say, okay, go to um, Rayola because he knows so much in relation to yeah. these clubs. We don't know anything. If, I don't know him as an individual, but you can see at a lower level, people can get taken advantage of, you know, you get your your contract, you get your, I don't know, two-year scholar, one-year pro, and you're taking 10% off the top, you're taking 10% of that, you're taking 10% of the signing-on fee, sometimes the signing-on fee, even when they're 16, is like 30 racks, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You, could, you could, some agents could be like, okay, I'm not going to take anything from you, so when you sign your next deal, they will come hard and agents they do not mess about when they collect their fees they collect the whole thing there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe or never they collect everything when you're carrying yeah, out the ad you might as well get rid of all the dust they also take commercial payments 
So okay. if you're sponsored with Adidas, okay. like, yeah, don't worry, your agents are 10% of that as well. Maybe I they're, should try and be an agent. Wow. <laughs> if, you have, if you have somebody, and if you have, you can have one player. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's all And think about someone like Mendes now. I don't know how much he's worth. I know he's worth a ridiculous amount, like stupid mm. amount of money. Think about the agents that he has, um, the players that he has, their commercial deals. Remember, this guy's guy's got um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. He's got um, Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Remember, these are big. Yeah. Ruben Neves, all of yeah, these. controls basically the In whole thing. Yeah, the whole, you get what I'm saying? So, they take the commercial. Now, in some places in Europe, they might, they might take the back end of the payment. So, mm-hmm. they might say, um, we'll take out of your weekly wage as well. Mm. Some, they take out of your weekly, <laughs> some of them got your weekly commercial and your transfer. So different agents are crooks. Different 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 agents are taking different things. There's no set. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's no set. There's no regulation. There's no, no deterrent. Yeah, there's no set standard of what you can yeah, yeah. or can't take. Mm-hmm. How many people view it is that as long as you're being able to do your job properly, as long as they see results, what do they care about? The fact that I'm getting my salary and the fact that I'm getting paid. When you look back on it, how much an agent makes off of a player's career, mm. it's almost like a third it can be up to that. Wow. It can be a third. And that's a think of it, that's after tax, everything. You're paying. That's a stupid amount of money. Yeah, yeah. But it's a it's an it's an unfortunate part of the game, but at the same time it's also a necessary part of the game because mm-hmm. you need to be able to move from A to B, you need mm-hmm. to be able to get things done. And like in I've been privileged right now to say that I don't I'm not even looking at it from the English game. I'm mm-hmm. seeing it from overseas. I'm seeing things that are being said to me as an individual, how much they're willing to put under the table, how much they're looking to take care of the family. So it's, it, I, I think it's a, it's a good thing to get into if you know mm-hmm. friends and family. Yeah. But it's also, a, I've, like I said, David and my father have shared agents before. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that he wasn't a, um, you know, a nice person, mm-hmm. like you said, but mm-hmm. the actions contradict what, yeah. yeah. So. So so, how long have you been doing this for now? I would say, like, about up to two years. Two years. Okay. And the only thing is that I don't know whether I want to um, look at another player that's not my brother. Okay. okay so at the moment, you're you're only a you're only. Yeah. I don't, and I don't think even if I'm not too sure, I would want to do anything else, but my brother. Family, it is. Yeah. It's it's uh, because also when families not involved there's a lot riding on your credibility mm. you know what I'm saying? and where money is involved mm. credibility is so much you understand yeah. what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you know if, if, <laughs> if things are not and like another thing that like i would say that goes what to say under the table is that um people don't factor in that when transfers made between clubs mm. there's not everything that just goes down on the weekly wage so they can give you a place to live give you your car give mm. you your this is not inclusive of your salary per mm. week. So I could go, like, if my brother moves again, I could be like, okay, cool. I want a whip. I want a house to live in. I want this and that. Mm. And the club will pay for it. The club will pay for it. So you can think about Crazy. when when people say, oh, the club, they don't have money or they don't have... There's a so lot of money that goes out of a club that that's people not being can't... Accounted for. That's, that's not really being accounted for. Yes. But people just think 
what we see on TV, what it's we everything. play on football yeah. manager. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even see with like someone like Mbappe will come out and yeah. say, I'm unhappy. Yeah. And they'll sort out his dad, don't worry, we'll buy yeah. you 10 acres of land in Cameroon. And they can even do it in those countries because what, I would say the currency is not that strong. Mm. Neymar's dad has eaten a stupid yeah. amount of money. That PSG move must have really changed this, their they said, family's life. Not even the PSG move, the Barcelona move. Yes, remember, they, they paid him about 40 million. Yeah. And, what his dad's doing is almost like what I'm doing for my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm representing him, but I'm not going to get in the down and I'm not going to get in the. Yeah. So they already said, okay, Neymar's dad, we're paying you. <laughs> Take a seat. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Think about that. They paid him 50 million or between 30 to 50 million. They will then pay the agent who is responsible for brokering between the two clubs. That's another money going out. In relation to transfer, yeah. so they said that the Neymar deal between Barcelona and Santos was a ridiculous amount. Now think about how much his dad must have gotten from the two hundred and sixty plus or so moving from Barcelona's PSG. Yeah, crazy. Those, those not kind of, those not not accounted for. Crazy. Crazy. I think we can talk about this topic. Yeah, yeah right. it's really interesting. It's yeah. not something it's, that we, we talk about and we yeah. and we discuss but how very often. Is it so now it that is. it's the transfer windows mm. open, so we get a little bit of a I feel. Yeah. Yeah. This is money season for AJ. Yeah. 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 Yes, what are we saying? <laughs> Michael, that was a brilliant insight. Into yeah, the it was, man. Agency, really, man. really was, educational, yeah, man. Yeah, and I'm sure our listeners will feel the same. Now, um, just in the interest of time, uh, I know I know we don't have too much too much time left, so I uh, I want us to quickly um, wrap up with uh, two two more debates or two more uh, really quick topics um, before we we close off this uh, this episode. Uh, I want us to start off with a Twitter poll that we ran this week, which was which we saw very interesting results from. I think when it first when I first saw it go up, I thought it was gonna be like such a simple conclusive. Uh, and, and conclusive argument I, I really didn't think that it would it would spiral um out, out of control, control in the way that it it, it it did so was, first and foremost i want to say thank you for everyone who voted 800 um, plus 800 plus people voted mm. um you know people because it, 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 it again it's another way for us to spread and expand the, the platform because there were people that were involved uh, uh, responding, tweeting us that don't even follow the. the I also want to say the, thank the, you the, to everyone that abused me as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this debate is the debate of um, Lucas Mora and Wilfred Zaha. Who is the better player? Now, I think we've got some stats really quickly. Have you, have you, have you got the stats to hand um, yeah, quickly? Uh, Lucas Mora, thirty-two appearances in the league, ten goals, no assists. Okay. In the Champions League. This is where I think people are blinded, but we'll go on to it. Champions <laughs> League, 11 apps, 5 goals, 1 assist. Wolfred Zaha, 34 apps, 10 goals, 5 assists. Okay. I, I really don't even know where to start on this one. Um, so, so okay, going back to your point, Dej, you, you, I, I, you said you feel like what um, what is in recent memory are his performances in the Champions League. Yes. Namely, right. his, yeah, exactly, his, his most recent... Uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's. I, 
Uh, like I said, I, I really don't know where to start on this one. Um, just anyway, share, share your thoughts. Let me know who you feel is the better of the two and why would you um, say? I've always been a big Wilfred Zaha fan, mm -hmm. maybe because I've played with him. Mm -hmm. I've got a bias towards him. Yeah. Even when people are knocking him down three, four years, you know, and the group chats, oh, Zaha's yeah, this, Zaha's yeah, that. Yeah. I've always said, this guy's good. Watch out yeah, for him. Yeah. And now those people have turned their opinions. Um, I think... Lucas Mora, he's a bit hit and miss. I've seen him have absolute <laughs> blinders. Yeah, I remember yeah. when he went to Old Trafford and put on a clinic mm -hmm. when Tottenham beat them 3 0 away yeah, from home. Yeah. He that played was just this season, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah it was it was earlier on. I think maybe season, August yeah. or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So um, he has games in clusters or against Huddersfield who score a hat trick. And yeah. He goes missing. What I want to ask the people that are calling Lucas Mora better is why weren't they saying his name when Harry Kane got injured? That's, I that's was hearing, namely, Son. Lorente, yeah, are these yeah, people going to yeah, step yeah. in? So what happened to him? Why couldn't he be put in that same bracket? That, that's why I said that at the moment of the injury. Everyone's now making their minds up after the Champions League um, semi-final. Mm. But before that, come on, like, this is a player that hasn't really pulled up any trees in the Premier League. He's been found wanting on the top level. But obviously, yeah, he's had a decent season. But as Dej likes to say, he says Wilfred Saha is the best player outside the top six. Yeah. And... Wilfred improves the Tottenham starting eleven. I feel that if he, get, 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes into that lineup straight away and he starts. I agree. With, you I think agree. he's the best player outside of the top six? Don't the attach best, those the comments best to player, me. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's dead. the best player. You think so? Best player or attacker? The, well, who else? Who else? Yeah, but Vardy's playing towards Vardy's the end. Play too. So, yeah, he's in age. Ages. Ages. So, give me some Who do you think is can... I think he definitely what? has a shout. I'll put Felipe Anderson in that bracket. But again, his season's gone gone out. He's hit and miss well. He started well, though. Yeah, Vardy's definitely. Really? Yeah, come on, man. What? What's the argument? He's got so, yeah, the best big game top player top outside. Yeah, yeah. The best I think he's got like 15, top. 18 league goals this season yeah. as well. He's arguably no, one 18. of the best 18. big game players in the league. I shouldn't have said outside the top six. His goal record okay, okay, in, against is only second to Aguero. Yeah, I agree. But who's unplayable? Wilfred Saha is unplayable. Did you see what he done against Bournemouth when he bounced off? I think Klein dropped. He just bounced off Lerma. He does his time. He does his time and time again. If he decides... 1v1... Against a defender, he, you're on toast. You're not. You can go inside, outside. The only only thing that I would say about Zaha that I didn't like before it was the end product. I wouldn't say the end product. Even now, the how dangerous he is, just the consistency of him being dangerous. I don't feel like it was on red alert all the uh, time. Yeah. Now, as yep. soon as he picks the ball up. Something is happening. Yes. I don't know what's happening, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but it's before, chaos. But before he could pick up the ball, I'd be like. What are you gonna give me? Mm. Especially that season when it was him and Bolassi. Mm. They used to, Ooh, they used to yeah, flicker yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. when they were on. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, god! Like, on, but yeah. when they were off, I'd just be like, I, it's annoying because you'd be like, I know you're better than this. Yeah. So if you give him age, I know going forward you can say Zaha, and he does. If you get if he starts with Spurs instantly, mm. he makes them because they have no whip. If so, he plays for United, actually, I can't even lie. I, I just want to play them. devil's advocate here. So why would people suggest more is better? Yeah, I think he, perfect, he, he, he's, he's done it in perfect, the clutch moments. Perfect. And mm. people judge you when you're playing to the... You know, when you're playing at the apex of the game, that's when people are going to make judgments. If you score a hat-trick in the Champions League semi-final, people are automatically going to say, Lucas Moura is better. Mm. He's I mean, done it, like, this season, though. I mean, we had, we had one comment that 
um, Lucas is scoring hat tricks against Ajax in the semi final. Zaha is doing step overs versus Brighton. It's true because you can't, you can't, at the same time, you have to take into consideration like the context as well. Context will make those things look, yeah, will make those things look. How can I say it better? I, I better play Zaha, no question. For mm. me, and I don't think it's a question. I don't think. Lucas, I don't feel so. I don't think he's in his like. League. Well, when I said easily better, I got, I got abused. Yeah, because they wanted his head. Because of his head on the they wanted my head on the chopping board. <laughs> That's what has happened. Recent, I wouldn't say recency bias, but sometimes we are so clouded by what we have recently seen mm. by performances. And again, when you had that chance and you're scoring a hat trick in the Champions League final, first thing people are going to say is. Oh my god, this player is amazing. Is amazing. Like, mm. And another thing, I think Wilfred Zaha has got more upside than Lucas Mora. I think he's still got a level to hit. Once Mora he gets his. his Mora has hit his peak. I don't, this I don't is, think he's good. I'm not even I, agree. Gonna, I think he's dead, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even. He was dead at PSG. He was dead at, like, <laughs> nah, man. I don't know why this is even a debate. I can't lie. I don't see. I see, like. I see Zaha like if he gets the opportunity to get in the big team. I just hope that he's not. I just hope this is not his level. Can he make that, can he make that step up? If, if he can't, because, I was because to another Dej. difference is that when he goes to a top team, there's not going to be gaps at the back. You know, Palace is a counter-attacking team. Teams play onto them, and he's at his best when it's one v one when there's space. So if he goes to like a team that keeps possession, how he's going to break those? He lines needs to and adapt to his game because now you're coming up against the low block and the, the impetus is going to be whether you can break down that low block. Can I ask you a question? Like, he doesn't start apart from I think it's City and Liverpool. Yeah. He starts everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Fair enough. Would you say the same about Lucas? No. <laughs> no. no <laughs> yeah, I think that concludes the argument to be honest. If we're being Simple. completely honest. Okay, let's move on now. Um, we, we had some listeners' uh, questions. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, again, I just want to say a massive thank you for everyone who, who um, tweeted us and, and asked um, for us to cover a question. I want to go through uh, one or two of these now really quickly before we wrap up. Uh, first one is from Ben Marsh. Um, shout out, Ben. Shout out, Ben. Uh, he asks, will Frank Lampard be the next Chelsea boss? And will West Ham ever reach the Europa League group stage? I'm going to answer the latter question because I know he's a massive West Ham fan. I think they're good enough. They've got the right manager. Mm-hmm. I think he's going into his second season. He's going to see the players, OK, you're not good enough for my system. He's going to slowly weed them out. We know that the owners are very generous with cash. They're going to pump more money into their squad. Um, they've got a top manager. I feel that once Pellegrini gets his players in his image, I feel that they're going to be one of the teams that push on to the top six with Leicester. I said Southampton are going to explode also. Um, and a few other teams, maybe like a Watford and Wolves. I think they're in that next bracket. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer for West Ham. Mm. Fair point. Did anyone else want to want to touch on that one? They're in that, as Dot said, they're in that cluster of teams with Leicester, Everton, mm. Wolves that can potentially make it. But West Ham are a London club. You know, they've got that big stadium. They've got the playing staff as well. But mm, there's just something missing within them. The, let's be honest. The problem with West Ham is consistency. You don't know what West Ham's going to turn yes, up. Yes. On their day, they're going to give you a hard game. Mm. And then 
on another day they get their pants pulled down you mm. get what I'm trying to say and, just and, and, a bag of revels and this is what their third fourth season mm. in the new stadium as well so mm. they seem like they're acclimatising they've got an experienced manager who's coached in European level so if they can get there then they've got no better hands that can lead them through the Europa League group stage and they've got players like we said you know Felipe Anderson mm. they've got cultured players that can you know navigate themselves throughout Europe mm. I also I think I said it on a previous um episode and I, I want to repeat again with obviously all of the noise that's happening around Arnautovic and, and you know the doubt about whether or not he stays if if um, if um, if Newcastle don't sign Solomon Rondon and Arnautovic leaves I think West Ham really yeah. should be looking at Rondon I really yeah, do I, think I, I actually will get that deal done as a I think that's I one think of the points been for Benitez staying. Yeah, yeah, If yeah. they don't sign Rondon permanently, I don't think Benitez will stay. Okay. And and the other part, uh, part of his question was, uh, will Frank Lampard be the next Chelsea boss? We kind of touched on that earlier, but um, apparently they're trying to bring back a lot of the old Chelsea players mm. into the dressing room. Do I think he's going to get the job? I think it's a bit too early, personally. I think he needs one more year to just prove himself and then maybe he can be looking like, at a job like Chelsea. Fair point. Mm, yeah, I don't think he should take the job. He's still in his infancy yeah. as a manager. He still needs mm. to learn the ropes. Why have one season in the mm. championship and jump straight up? There's yeah. no rush. This is a... It's a career. Career. It's always going to be a job there for him yeah. like, later on. And I remember Brendan Rodgers made some famous quotes when he was linked with the Chelsea job. He said, I want to make my career, not break my career. And I think Lampard should be mm. singing from the same hymn sheet. Fair point. Okay, and finally to wrap things up, this one in particular, I feel we could actually do a whole separate pod on just this question, honestly. Um, so I imagine it's, it's one that we're going to have to touch on lightly now and revisit sometime down the line. And also perhaps get a Twitter poll going to get um, people's thoughts on this also. Cool, we'll do that. So this question is from Sanka. Shout out to you. Yeah. Who? Martian. 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 Bye, guy. What? <laughs> what are we saying? He gives us great engagement yeah. on Twitter. So what? Bye, guy. We love him. Shout we got love for him. Bro. Shout out to you, man. So he um, came out and asked, he, uh, he said, and I quote, I need the best Premier League teams discussed and in my opinion, why folks think Invincibles are top three. For me, it's United, the United team in 08, Chelsea team 04, 05 and City. <laughs> I don't know. This question is difficult. Um, yeah. It's preference. Yeah. Why do you... And that's what I'm trying to say. We're too fixated on comparing people, comparing teams, mm-hmm. comparing players. Sometimes just look at each individual at face value. Yeah. They're three amazing teams. Yeah. Why yeah. can't we just give them credit? I know. And three amazing teams in different eras. Obviously, you've got mm. the Arsenal, Invincibles. Football was different then. We've got the City team. Mm-hmm. And we've got the Chelsea team as well. And when you mentioned the top three, would you put this Liverpool side in it as well? Because they've got a shout for what they've done. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know they didn't lift the Premier League, but... What they achieved, they've definitely got a shout, in my opinion. Mm. Mm. We only talk about Premier League winners right now. <laughs> 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 oh, no. You know what? I kind of feel... Arsenal Invisible, do you know what? Yeah, as the years go by, I, they, I kind of feel they have to have a place. Why? Mm. Because why do keep people keep on talking about, oh, you only lost uh, this CE team, they got so many, they lost on Liverpool, you only lost mm. one game and stuff. Mm. If you can say that, why can't you say Arsenal got 90 points, lost no games? Why Why is mm. nobody... Like, I understand, if you're putting this Liverpool team there, 
I can put as the ten best, five best. I can put them there mm-hmm. because if we're basing it off performances, yes. But why do people always take out the Arsenal side when they done something that nobody yeah, else has done? To put that, to that, that I'm talking about. Nobody, nobody has done it. Mm-hmm. You haven't, and the way football is played now, it's kind of hard. If that's going to be done yeah, again, yeah, yeah, like, but what, would you say back tough. then there wasn't as many good teams? Like at the end of the day, you got five tough away games now. Like obviously every game is tough. Only five. No, against the top teams, you got uh, you're gonna go Chelsea, you're gonna go Etihad, whereas mm-hmm. before it wasn't like that. I just, for I me personally, I've said it on record many times. This Manchester City team that we're seeing, 198 points accrued over two years, for me, is the best team of all time. And it's interesting because the team last season got 100 points, mm. this team got 98 points, but I'll still say this team with the 98 points is better yeah, than last yeah. season, yeah. team with 100 points. So it's interesting, but. Yeah, I think it's a tough one. I think we'll definitely come back yeah, to I think this I'll topic, put the yeah. City team, mm-hmm. the Arsenal team, and I think the Chelsea team oh, as well. I like that Man United team. I was jealous of them. I did like that team. But I remember that Chelsea team. They conceded 15 goals mm. in the league season. I mean, that's of. incredible. 24 clean sheets. That's it's preference, though. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So it's preference. That's what they, I'm saying. They're just giving us his top, his top three. I want you guys to, to, to round us up really quickly. Let's finish off now. Who are, who are your, top, your top three teams? Ah, oh, man. Man City. Yeah. Uh, Are we just just one season? Like, no, no, three teams. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah, the best three that grace the Premier League. Season. I'm gonna In just one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like for example, the the the, the Arsenal invincible year, the you can go for because Man um, United they normally say oh seven to oh nine. Yeah, so the the the, yeah, the spirit, the this is a two season Man City team. So so the period. So I'll say I'll say this Man City team. I mean, as I said earlier, one hundred and ninety eight points. They're my number one. Second, I'm gonna go with the Chelsea team because for me they're just, just mm. they're robots. Mm. <laughs> that team was a bunch of robots. <laughs> and then third, I feel bad leaving out the Man United team, but I have to go with the Invincibles. I have to. Mm. Yeah, that's what I went with as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, what are your thoughts? I can't leave out that United. <laughs> that United <laughs> team was I, dangerous. I I got, especially what they achieved. Trouble. Uh, are we just talking about the league? Are we like, excluding <laughs> no, what they did? Because if we look at the package, the Champions League, and they went up against the best of the best. Like, they went up against the Barcelona of that time. And like, the, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I don't tough. know. I don't know. If, if you're not... If, if okay, you're, just say one. Who's number one? Yeah. That's it. The best team. Yeah, best team for playing Prime. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's fine to the best team ever. Yeah. yeah, there's so many variables in it to consider. I don't know. It, there's not enough time. I'd need to think. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Obviously, those are the uh, options that we have. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fair point. We'll leave. We'll leave that one open. And again, uh, you know, like we said, we can certainly put this out as a a tweet and and see what everyone else thinks on it. Um. So let's go ahead and do that, man. Uh, thank you again for, for, for listening uh, into this point, listeners. We really do appreciate it. As I mentioned earlier on in the pod, we need to continue to grow 
um, the, the the platform. I think we're at three hundred and it's just flowing up. Three hundred and twenty followers now. Yeah. So four hundred is the next is the next milestone. Let's go. Let's let's do it. We, I mm-hmm. think we certainly can. Um, so get all of your friends, family, work colleagues to follow at podcast underscore TBG. Um, we'll be back again next week with another um, episode. Once again, I want to say a big shout out to, to Micah big for coming out, out to man. Big up to Micah. Big up to We really, really appreciate it, man. We appreciate you too. Keep doing your thing. Thank you, bro, man. Keep doing your thing. We'll do, man. We'll do. So I think that's that. That's it for yeah, for, for the for the lads in the studio. Over and out until next week, people. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than five G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.